Content warning. No Gods, No Monsters contains profanity, substance use, and a strong hatred for the police. Now listen, I said you're the type who creates more work. There are jobs in this world where remaining obscure is the job itself. When there aren't any birds left to fly, even the best arrows will be still. Some know the use of what's useful, but not the use of what's useless. The more wisdom people possess, the harder they are to suppress. doing it dude hey man it's daybreak just gotta let everyone know <laughs> he's such a little fucking turd dude sounds like it um so oh man i want to ask you what you thought of the show and shit but i should probably wait till we're recording i mean technically we are recording oh yeah but i meant like we gotta do our cold open first though no we don't we can do it whenever we, we can do whatever we want charlie yeah we're anarchists you, what... that's what that means what do you think what do you think of it the the ending or the whole thing like by the end i know there you loved it for the first half then you were te- texting me constantly that you hated the creators <laughs> and you wished whatever you hated it and now i want to know where you're at so i feel like a large part of that anger and hate is a i was taking uh kratom so i think that maybe made me more irritable Oh, it makes but, me very uh, irritable, yeah. Especially yeah. I'm not used to it. But also, it's like, because I'm doing a podcast, I want to really understand this, but yeah. it's just so complicated, and it feels like they're like purposely trying to like make it sound so smart and complicated, just playing up that aspect so much. And it's like, these are cool concepts. I want to have fun with these concepts. I don't want to just... I don't want to take a fucking physics class. <laughs> For I don't sure. Know. It, I, but yeah, I think maybe if I wasn't doing a podcast, I'd enjoy it more. Um, and yeah, that was also one of the infuri- one of the inferior th- infuriating things about it is like just like this awesome, so much this awesome shit. Like episode eight, it's just like uh, science shit, science shit, science shit, and then all of a sudden there's this epic battle with Jet Jaguar against all these spiders, and he cuts the spiders in half, and the the, the spiders come back as half spider, half blue goob, <laughs> and it's an awesome battle. But even within that battle, like it will cut to like Yoon texting May about all this science shit, <laughs> and she's For like, sure. "No, I just want to focus on the goddamn battle. It's like, this that part's so cool, and it's." Totally. And once again, the concepts that they're dealing with are inherently a lot of fun for yeah. someone who's into like sci-fi stuff like this. Like, I love uh, time, uh, time shit, and time loops, and and all this stuff. I just, I'm not a scientist. I don't know what I don't the nitty gritty details. That's that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't okay, want to so, take a physics but, class. Okay, sorry. So, so that so, was that was why you were upset about it, and totally understandable. Yes. If if you, I could see how if if you don't want to be taking a physics class in a show, you're gonna be pissed <laughs> watching a show where they're taking a physics class. It feels like maybe yes. that just wasn't for you. But what do you think? 
at the end? How are you still there or are you somewhere else? I'm slightly somewhere else. Like I did start to enjoy it more and get more past that. Um, but still, I don't even I don't fully understand the ending. Like I don't fully understand what's going on. Like, I, yeah, so I don't know. I I do enjoy. Do you, it. There's lots. Do you mostly about the show? Like, really. do you think that you like? Because like, I when we were talking about it, I think in an earlier episode, you'd be like. I don't get what's happening. I'd be like, well, this is what I think is happening. And you're like, you're like, I know all that. And so I think we're at the same level most of the time. <laughs> and I just think I, that's all I need. I get it. And you think yeah. that you're missing it. So I don't know. That's how I've been perceiving well, it. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I mean, that could, I have no self-confidence. So I always think I'm stupid and don't know what's going on. So that could be playing. Um, yeah. I hear that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I really like it. And I really don't like it at the same time. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. I felt I feel like most show. I think the podcasting probably had to do with it a little because if you didn't yeah. feel like you had to watch it, much less have to try to give an actual opinion on it, it'd probably be a lot different because you could just first of all turn it off. <laughs> it's not the yeah. like, thing for me. That's cool. But we're like we got to do them all. So you, and it's not like a movie. So you have to sit through all that for that way longer. So yeah, I it's, it's not even. Like you just said, if if it wasn't for a podcast, I could just turn it off and say this isn't for me. But it could also just be, I could just turn it off and say this isn't for me at this moment. I can't yeah. even do that because yeah. like I have to get it done in time for the episode. So do you all like, hear that, listeners? This is your fault. Like look yeah. what you're doing. God Asshole, damn it! You're, you're ruining me. You ruined a man, listeners. If, if all like twenty of you that are here that are hearing this stopped. Charlie can enjoy Singular Point. I can enjoy some stuff that I... What, what do I not like? I have not liked some movies. I don't remember. <laughs> um, You didn't like Rago? Rago? <laughs> Rago is amazing, but it's so bad. <laughs> I know I'm in the minority on that one. Not like You didn't Rago. like them? No, I didn't like them. I didn't like uh, Raids Again very much or um, Varen. Yeah. 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 Why do um, we do it, Charlie? Why do we do it to ourselves? Because we're kaiju fans. And this is Amen. what kaiju fans do. Every kaiju fan has a podcast, otherwise you're not a kaiju fan. <laughs> I was I think maybe it's because we're uh we're men. And so we can't be like, "Hey buddy, do you want to just yeah. talk on the phone for 4 hours every Friday about Godzilla?" cuz that'd be really fun. We have to be like, <laughs> "Let's make it a project." Yeah, we're doing a podcast. It's bullshit. Toxic masculinity yeah. is at fault, and once we break through that, we'll destroy this podcast and we'll burn it to the ground. You're right. Women do be chatting. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> I just realized I was like, I am way too stoked to have any idea how I feel about that statement. <laughs> and I was just like held my head like, fuck. Okay. You could do this for however many hours. Um, <laughs> so what what do you think of the show? I think it's fucking awesome. I love it. Um, yeah. It has... I love that it's a cartoon and I'm bummed that it's a cartoon because it's like so cool. I kind of wish it was all like we could get a, a Godzilla show that was had it. You just couldn't do it. But that's this crazy. 
with how destructive mm, it is awesome. and wild and there's just yeah. so many cool kaiju and they like like the Godzilla stuff the like just the visuals I'm like picturing shit and trying to describe it I can't but like just the fucking crazy visuals when shit's getting ex- blown up are so cool I feel like it's such a refreshing and new twist I definitely had especially like I noticed a marked difference like up to episode 8 I was fucking loving it and then 9 and 10 I was not having a good week and I was really annoyed by it I was like come on come on come on and so like I don't feel like I absorbed anything after a certain point I don't know if that's because I was having a bad week or because as it's going the concepts get more and more layered so if you miss one or two things it gets more and more confusing and maybe I was just lost I have no idea maybe that's why I was having a bad week who's to say um (laughs) I think you have some uh, stuff going on I definitely had times where I was like, okay, I don't, I wish it wasn't so sciencey towards the end of the series. Yeah. But in general, I just, the ones that I, it was kind of fun for me to try to go along with some of them. The ones that I felt like I kind of understood were fun. The ones I didn't, I tried to just be like, okay, cool, next. And I had a great fucking time. I think it also helped that my roommate is a uh, listener of the show, Bracken, um, is super into it. He like texted me best TV show ever made or something like that. And I think him being psyched on it and being able like just hearing that kind of set it up for me a little more too. Yeah. Um, that's another point though. Uh, you were like, I was having a bad week and then I stopped. I didn't, I stopped enjoying some of the episodes. I was also um, having like, I mean, I mentioned in the past episodes where I've been in depression cycle lately and like last week it was just brutally brutally bad um and that's when i was watching the second half of the season so i think that is also a contributing factor um, that makes a lot of sense um i've been doing a lot better the past few days and you know watching the last few episodes then uh i definitely enjoyed them more now once again it could be because those episodes are just better and uh not they can get heavy on some of the science stuff but not as heavy as like eight or nine um and so that could also be a reason why but yeah uh also yeah i don't have anyone to um discuss it with besides you but we mostly try to save that for the podcast so true yeah that that could also help things yeah Um, totally and i didn't talk about it much with with uh bracken because he finished it really fast and you and i were trying to go slow so we could keep track of what was happening for our episodes Mm. um but i definitely feel like yeah, maybe we should just talk about shit anyway, because I don't know. I think we should. I don't think we should save stuff for the sake of the podcast. If it'll if it'll lessen our enjoyment of Godzilla, we won't do it ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I don't know about you, Charlie, but I'm kind of sick of like the people who like the people in charge of the podcast, like. just like doing whatever they say i'm kind of fucking sick of it man yeah as a rule i'm anti-boss pro worker and baby i'm a worker yeah and the people that hand us down the the rules and regulations of how we run this cast that's the boss yeah right and like just like the investors the fucking the media the 
the fucking, like, the higher-ups in general. Like, it's all this fucking chorus of, like, oh, you gotta do it in five episodes, you gotta stretch it out, this is the new thing, it's cool, we gotta get all the money we can out of it, we gotta squeeze every dollar out of it, all the views, you know? Like, that's just ruining the art, man. It's just ruining the yeah. art. Why do we get in this in the first place? You know, like we said, if it makes Godzilla less fun, we don't do it. Yeah, I got, like, 20 emails from Yahoo Media asking me, uh, when the next episode's coming out and how we're gonna structure it and like uh fucking yahoo uh, media man tyrants asking if they could get any any cool unique um digs i could let them in <laughs> on but i said hey i'm an anarchist i'm anti-media <laughs> um yes same <laughs> anti as we've discussed in varan anti-media anti-science um mm. So yeah, I don't know about you, man, but I think we should just fucking switch it up. I think we should just throw away the script, jump outside the box, and just do one episode right now on the end of this show we're watching. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. The bosses kept saying, you need you need shorter episodes, so for this TV show, why don't you guys release a bunch of short ones? And we said, okay, boss, but you know what? We both read a bunch of Kropotkin over the weekend. It's always Kropotkin. <laughs> so, so, no way, Jose. We're, we're a couple switch hitters over here. Damn, so this might, listeners, this may be the last episode of No Gods, No Monsters. Because we're, 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 look, we're performing, we're recording, we're doing the work. But we're, uh, we're, we're still on strike. You know, we're doing what we want. And who mm-hmm. knows what could happen. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty scared of uh, what scabs they might be calling in. They might. I know Conan O'Brien uh, has some uh, openings in his schedule now, so I'm worried if their bosses might call him in to replace us. <laughs> Conan would be such a sick no-gods-no-monsters host. I would step down for Conan, for sure. But would I step down for Andy Richter? No, no, no. It's got to be Conan and Charlie, for sure. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. With that, with that in mind, welcome to No Gods, No Monsters. Uh, we're the anti-capitalist kaiju and giant monster podcast in a world where no one is coming to save us. I'm Rabbit. I'm here with Charlie, possibly for the last time. Inshallah. And uh, it looks like today we're covering Godzilla Singular Point, episodes 6 through 13, finale. Are you ready, Charlie? Hey, I was born ready. Hell yeah. Um, That's not true. (laughs) Okay, so uh, we're not doing a synopsis because you all watch the show and you don't know what it's about either. And if you do, that's great. I mean, we kind of, we know. We're not doing a synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) um unless are we charlie (laughs) no (laughs) we are not (laughs) do you want to tell them what you tried to do for them or we should we just move past it (laughs) we were planning so we discussed how we were not going to do a synopsis for this episode so i decided to be very funny if i had a synopsis for every episode so after work today, I spent about four hours trying to write a synopsis, going through each episode and trying to write synopsises. But I got pissed off because I don't know what's going on in a lot of the fucking episodes. 
and I you got a I big chunk up, done though. I know. I, I I did. I got like half of them done, but uh, yeah. I I mean, I it eventually is more because I like I got pissed. I'd stop. I'd you know, like I'm gonna go rest my eyes for thirty minutes, and then I'd start again. And then yeah, I ran out of time. Um, we're never doing a synopsis again for any episode. <laughs> Any movie. We're done. <laughs> what will they do? How will they know what it's about? Uh, I don't know. They definitely can't go to Wikipedia and <laughs> they probably didn't watch synopsis. it. <laughs> um, what the hell were we just talking about? You said, uh, uh, Godzilla. <laughs> oh my god, I got way more high than I meant to get, Charlie. Um, what, what did you... <laughs> Uh, I have we no were idea. talking I'm... about how we aren't going to do synopsises. Oh yeah, despite I, I what the it. boss wants. <laughs> Is there anything you want to talk about about this show before we just dive into specifics? Like any other feelings? Any other, even just highlights, if you want. There is a glitch ass Rodan. I like that. A glitch ass Rodan. There's like a Rodan that was like flying in at Godzilla. When he like blew it up with his super breath, um, and it looked when they like one when they when they zoomed in on it, it looked like all like glitchy and not like a regular Rodan. Whoa, that's cool. Am I wrong? I I don't know, man. I I was it towards the end. No, I feel like it was. Oh, glitch ass Rodan attacks. Goji annihilates his superpowers. As an episode ten. Towards the beginning. Oh, just the one by itself, the giant one. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't tell. There was, like, black stuff going off its wings. I couldn't tell if it was, like, smoking or glitchy or what it was. I thought there was, like, the Rodan itself, like, looked like it was, like, like weird looking. Like, like a weird kind of computerized matrixy kind of uh, Rodan. But maybe, um... I'm just stupid and have bad eyes, which, I mean... One, one of us is, is, and we only have each other as a reference. <laughs> we might both be stupid. Oh, damn, you're right. Well, I just said one of us, not only one of us. Um, Any other any other highlights? Uh, Jet Jaguar in general. Like, I never thought Jet Jaguar would become one of my favorite characters, but he's, uh, they're just so... They, it's so awesome they yeah they're, they're so awesome at doing battle um uh and then it gets helicopters and it it talks like a baby and uh it cuts off a rodan's head it cuts spiders in half pretty neat pretty yeah, cool i love jet jaguar in this i love that it starts out as a mech and it's it just feels like this funny side thing and then yeah. It gets the AI, and then the when the AI like loses uh whatever when it like reboots and it's like a baby and it's learning and it's like the the observations it makes about the universe and like being sad and the act of play and then like the the weird existential crisis plus baby combo like learning about the world is so fucking weird and then it's just this awesome crazy fighter doing super sick moves. It's just yeah so. Such a wild, awesome character. Yeah, um, I really, I think maybe that's gonna like 
in terms of like the future of the franchise, I think we'll probably this is probably going to renew um, interest in Jet Jaguar. I mean, outside of Singular Point, like we might see it more in movies and stuff. Um, because I mean, before like there are a lot of Godzilla fans had a affection for for Jet Jaguar, but there was always kind of like this ironic aspect to it, where it's just this kind of read ridiculous character that's really outside the realm of what we see in Godzilla and is from this uh this one of universally considered one of the lesser movies so there's all there's always just this iron ironic sense to the the love for Jet Jaguar but this kind of reinvents the character altogether as something that's just you don't need there's no irony it's just fucking badass and so so much fun and so unique Totally. And it's it's kind of perfect how they do it where it's this crazy man's funky looking robot. Like it's even weirder looking in this, mm-hmm. right? It's like all wide and silly. And it's yeah. just kind of a joke. And then it becomes like the heart of the series and then also like the hero of the series along with the other AIs. I don't know. It's just kind of perfect how they went from like embrace it because it's silly so like so that you can go on the ride of of yeah. meeting the deep <laughs> jet jaguar yeah and the ai um is uh seems to be more based on me and that it's um not annoying like payload 2 which is more based on you <laughs> true true yeah uh did you get annoyed with what were you annoyed that payload 2 became part of jet jaguar did it at the end there? That that was that the whole thing that like the two AIs are like both talking from within Jet Jaguar. Yeah, and they like so my basic thinking on it with seeing it once and not thinking that hard about it is, but um, I'm sure I'm getting some of this wrong, but or saying it too simple, but something like Payload Two goes into the past to send the signal, and then like or to do something that then leads to the creation, I think, of the other AI. And that kind of ties, I think, into the, like, the they said that line about animals whose children, uh, who are born from their children. Um, and, like, that it's like Payload 2 went to the past and then s- sent out the signal that, be, that the other one got and they both went into Jet Jaguar. Somehow they combined and went into Jet Jaguar. So, and it was so, like, all these lines were meeting together, but I don't really get why or how exactly okay yeah i mean like i got that it was like the two ais like that's about uh, what i got as you can tell laying out all those lines i I didn't really get that i didn't realize that they were both within jack jaguar but that makes sense i think so yeah um yeah totally that makes sense it's it's kind of a funny uh uh sort of a deuce ex machina where i don't know pronounce that right because i'm not latin and i never will be um uh you're gonna pass off all of our listeners from latin (laughs) hey i know it's a big country (laughs) it's big but dead where all of a sudden palo 2 is like oh yeah i forgot to make jet jaguar invincible i guess i'll get right on that (laughs) (laughs) well but it wasn't uh they realized didn't wasn't it that the ox do you mean to make him like giant no it was like um he was like going through Halo Two was going through their like uh their history or whatever, and then they were like, Oh yeah, Yoon <laughs> sent me this algorithm to make Jet Jaguar invincible. That's amazing. I, I'll do I that. I forgot and I then... forgot about that. It I just took that as a throwaway <laughs> line. I didn't even think of yeah. 
Because <laughs> he's not. I mean, I like it. I thought it was very silly and funny. Um, totally. I'm not. I'm not using that as criticism. It's just totally. Silly. <laughs> yeah, I I just love Jaguar. Not only I forgot, like I mentioned, or we talked about how he was like a fucking badass fighter, and then also like the baby form of him having existential crises and stuff, and just thinking about the universe was like nice and I don't know sweet and and charming or whatever. But also like. Jet Jaguar became funny as hell. Um, yeah. I I laughed so hard at the... Uh, I mean, I don't know if I laughed out loud, but I loved it. tickled me. The um, playing games with the kids and saying, like, well, why wouldn't I beat them? Just kicking their asses. Um, <laughs> because he has all these advantages and just being, like, so innocent about it. Just, like, destroying them. And then later the word play came. Like, play the song and he's... Uh, and, and it, or play something. And they're like... Uh, Jet Jaguar's like, what are the rules? Or something like that. I don't remember, but just all the shit was playing. No, that was with uh, Playing with the Moth, right? Oh, that's right. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Speaking of which, yeah, that was uh, something I was a little disappointed in. Um, When when they showed the Moth and uh, Jet Jaguar playing with the Moth, I was like, oh shit, Mothra's going to become, this is going to play into Mothra. Maybe it will in the season two. Definitely. Play into that, but I was disappointed that mothra never showed her gorgeous face except for in the in credits i think we yeah see her. totally yeah it would have been cool but i like that they didn't do all of them in the first season if there's going to be more yeah it's also cool because they they focus on lots of like lesser known ones and like like uh yeah i mean i don't know so do you think the spiders were supposed to be kumangas I don't know, because the Kumonga... I mean, everything looks different in the end sequence, in the credit sequence, but the, there's a Kumonga for sure in the end credit sequence. I don't know if they were. I, I also thought said... I saw... I thought I saw some crab ones, too, when they were fighting, um, oh. which made me think of Ebra. Yeah. Uh, but maybe I just saw that wrong. For sure. Okay, well, since we already went hard on it, let's... I just want to see if there's anything else to talk about with Jet Jaguar. Let's, let's, let's do all the Jet yeah. Jaguars. Let's see. Oh, I just love that a baby saves the world. That's the funniest thing about Jet Jaguar. It's like a stupid baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I love how its brain works, too, because it's so stupid like a fucking baby, but also it's a computer, so it's a genius or whatever. (laughs) So, like, uh, the Jet Jaguar starts listing off the GPS coordinates for above Tokyo Station. And somebody's like, JJ, what's there? And Jet Jaguar's like, I don't know yet. And the person's like, well, Will. And, and Jet Jaguar's like, I know already. <laughs> like, just like five <laughs> seconds later. And then just starts immediately bursting into the Alapu Upala song. It's just so ridiculous and almost psychedelic and weird, you know? Yeah. And it's just, it's also kind of cool that, like, it kind of ties into the theme of, like, all of the monsters are evolving and then they're making comparisons between how like life evolves or morphs and how machines change. And then Jet Jaguar is like the ultimate symbol for that because like evolves into this crazy form um, to fight the enemy, just like the other things are. It was just kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, throughout the entire series, we see it evolve from this kind of like just complete, just basically just battle armor into this. Totally. Uh, completely ai hero you know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking about um i liked the uh last thing i have is that i liked the um 
Asimov nod, um, where he like starts up as a robot, and the person said, I think it's uh, Goro says, "Okay, kill Habaru," and then he's like, "What?" Oh, oh, and, yeah. And then he won't. He says, uh, "He still obeys the, the three laws of robotics." That's an Asimov thing, right? Yeah, it is. Um, For sure. I've never read Asimov, but that is uh, an Asimov reference. It's like yeah. iRobot or something. Yeah, I mean, I think it was, it was like throughout his sci-fi writing was the three laws of robotics that definitely sounds right for sure um yeah i don't i don't i feel like i've read something but anyway i thought that was kind of funny that they were like it, it's a weird thing to and there's like literature references and stuff too but a sci-fi show mm-hmm. talking about a sci-fi writer is just kind of interesting like it kind of grounds mm-hmm. that in the idea that it's like actually this world or something yeah i need to read asimov i think the only thing i have from him is like a collection of his detective his detective stories mm. not even a sci-fi totally all right you got anything else to say about jet jaguar besides his um, awesome spear and gears spear oh yeah the spear is so cool um i love that uh and it's just like shittily taped together but then like, just <laughs> yeah. never never worry about that it's just going nuts and it just fucking beheads the dance. It's just like... <laughs> so sick. Um, it's a sweet weapon. I, uh, I, I, want, I want that weapon. All right. Uh, should we talk about Rodan? Rodan. Let's get to the Daniels. <laughs> so, okay, you were mentioning the, the, the big Rodan that comes. That, w- that one was supposed to be like a big Rodan, right? And then it just died immediately. It was like the only kaiju-sized Rodan. I guess that's supposed to be a big one. Um, I don't really remember, but that would make sense because they were like, holy shit, this Rodan. And then it was like coming at Godzilla by itself. So it it seems like it must have been a big one. It was Um, a funny moment because they didn't even give you time to notice it really. And then Godzilla killed it. It wasn't even time for you to have an expectation of something cool happening. And then they kill it as a joke. It was like pre that moment. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, as evidenced by the fact, I'm like, wait, was it a big one? I guess that would make sense. And was it glitching or was it smoky? I don't... Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. But yeah, and then Godzilla is just so fucking superpowered, just wipes it out. Yeah, totally. Oh, good boy. So one thing I didn't really get, at one point uh, in like episode seven or eight, um, the, the, like, the military people mentioned that when the Rodans are in the in the dust they're basically like invincible and so much stronger than they're not in the dust but we're never really shown that in any capacity because every mm-hmm. time we see them even in the dust we still see them dying um easily not just from that that one we just mentioned with the godzilla uh but also jet jaguar has no problems killing them and we even see at the end like the military just using machine guns to just take him out we are never shown that they're super powered in any way in the red dust are we um no that guy was just lying oh wait no, yeah. was he or are you just joking i i'm i'm fucking with you i don't i think you're, <laughs> I think you're totally right um i don't yeah i remember thinking oh that's cool that's gonna be a thing and then i didn't notice that it wasn't a thing but i don't think it's a thing i don't think it ever happened i I don't think it ever happens yeah um yeah but maybe it did i don't know Mm -hmm. i liked it when the radio and the news was talking about the flocks of rodan um that's just uh yeah 
That's very, so cool. it's a, it's, it's a cool, um, cool description. And it's just a cool image. Uh, uh, when, in my synopsis, I wrote, I was going to be like one of the scariest, uh, uh, line of words known to man, a flock of Rodans. <laughs> but I, that, that obviously didn't happen. It didn't happen. You got so no. close. But um, I loved the giant flocks. I I do kind of think it would be awesome if there was somehow a flock of kaiju-sized ones, like giant ones. Um, yeah. But it was so cool. And, like, I man, there were some shots towards the end that were so beautiful, where it was, like, just so intricately drawn, where there were so fucking many. How many times can I say the word so? There were tons of them filling the air, flying through sky, like, around skyscrapers, and it just looked so wild. Yeah, I I love that. Um, and you see him just like, wasn't there like a part where they're just like streaking like in like a giant line through the air, and it's uh, it just looks crazy. Am I making that up? I seem that to sounds that. right, dude. I it's, it's so hard for me to remember. It's like this show flies. I feel like the first Rodan we saw looked, had a cooler design than the later ones. Like, it was so much more vibrant and colorful and, like, rounded, if I kind of remember right. And the later ones were, like, darker and more... It was like they were evolving to be more evil or something, which, like, makes sense. They were scarier. But, like, yeah. I I thought that first one was so cool, and I would have liked to see more of it, I think. But it made sense for what they yeah. were doing. I mean, I think they even referenced uh, that they, in the dialogue, they were different looking than the, the original one. Yeah, um, they did. But yeah, I agree. The first one looked uh, very much um, uh, like it was supposed to kind of stand out, um, I, I guess. So, and the other ones looked like maybe they're specifically supposed to look like a mob of that makes sense monsters. Um, yeah, they, it almost yeah. because they became they had less variance in color and more with on just the red spectrum when they're flying mm-hmm. in the red dust. It was almost like to show their indiscernible from the dust they're bringing you know yeah i also i like how they've spread all over the planet and they're attacking all over the place that's kind of a a neat detail but yeah that's uh i don't know how to describe this it they show they tell us throughout that this is a global thing but never really felt like a global thing to me um yeah, it felt like it was happening on like a, in a couple cities a couple times, but mostly in Tokyo. Yeah, that's and maybe it's just because we're just so focused on these two groups of characters. Um, sure. But like, I never really got that global feeling, even though that's what it was supposed to be. Um, yeah, I, I mean, and not just too. with the Rodan, but the whole is supposed to be like catastrophe worldwide, red dust worldwide. Uh, but yeah, the, um, I guess the only part that kind of did to me was when May was traveling because like as she went it started spreading and then like they were coming to one of her cities and then it was just like in every city um, yeah were, were they in London and they saw like Amanda or something yeah there was a few Amanda yeah. flock in, in and or Amanda school or whatever and a Rodan flock in London <laughs> <laughs> what do you learn at, at uh, Amanda school toxic masculinity duh I think also just like how to how to wiggle funny. Okay, that, that makes more sense. <laughs> I I mean they have more than one class, dude. 
Um, I agree yeah, that with makes you. Sense. That makes sense. About the, it didn't feel global, especially because it, it felt like they were kind of announcing each city that it showed up in, so that it never was like, well, it's all of them now. It was just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that would have changed. It, there's just something about it. I think the focus, especially at the end, and also like just ending Godzilla. Does that end everything worldwide? Do those spike things go out everywhere worldwide? Like, yeah, I don't know. But also, at the time, I also didn't really care. I was just like, yeah, they did it. Go Jet Jaguar. Yeah. You're so much like Charlie. Do it. <laughs> um, should we move on to Angurus? Angurus. Angurus. Um, Angurus. Man, this Angurus is so fucking cool. What? I said, this Angurus is so fucking cool. Okay, um, I thought you said the name... The name Angerus is so fucking cool. I'm like, dude, the name Angerus is so fucking cool, man. I just realized it now. <laughs> it's so sick, dude. We talked about it in like the uh, Godzilla Raids Again episode. And I was just so blinded by the plot and the beauty and the depth that I just didn't even notice that Angerus is such a, cool such name a is. fucking cool name, dude. It's, whole, it's a pretty cool name. Shit. How do they do it? <laughs> the top creative Fuck. minds. <laughs> Oh man, hold on, I'm sweating. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this Angerus is awesome. Um, I was. Uh, do you feel sad when he when he died? Both times. Like I think I felt sad selfishly that we weren't going to see a giant Angerus. But I, I felt sad. I felt I felt bad for him. I didn't feel like he was shown as malicious as the other monsters are. True. Um, in the way that, like, a lot of times it seemed like he was just defending himself, or they talked about how he was curious when he was fighting Jet Jaguar. They never really just showed him as malicious in my mind, uh, like all the other monsters were shown. So I I think I kind of felt a little bad for him that these people, like, just set out to kill him immediately and then shot a harpoon through his head. Yeah, I fully agree with that. I, I, I also think he... He just had such a strange role compared to everyone else. Like, yeah, the only other kaiju that there's only one of besides Jet Jaguar was Godzilla and the one we were calling Baragon Salunga. Um, but that they both had like big stories. They were big threats. Angerus feel like he just he he just showed up and just stood there, and like people yeah would because with a stick and he'd be like ah. <laughs> and that was because both one. weren't both so. Both Salunga and Godzilla, they're like they're supposed to be singular points themselves, aren't they? And uh I don't know. Um I know I thought Godzilla they were. is I I thought Salunga was too, because they talked about how they were spending like decades bringing the singular point up from or was that just or are all they were bringing something points? else up, but then Well, oh, the singular what? point was at the bottom of that thing. Yeah, that was the okay. machine thing I... that Pele goes into at the end, the Shiva whatever for a second there i was thinking it was salunga that they were bringing up as a singular point Dude, if you I said every kaiju not. was a singular point i would say oh yeah that makes sense that's what i think like i don't know <laughs> yeah, that's like, a good point i don't know <laughs> that's yeah like i kind of think they they hinted at that and then i kind of think that they just said it was godzilla and there were some other ones but i don't fucking know yeah yeah um but anyways to your point like yeah salunga uh, still has like this huge story arc to it and it plays this huge important role well yeah Angerus is just there a lot smaller and yeah. uh 
was only there for a couple episodes. I, I, yeah. It, it kind of works. It's very... Like, the more we describe it, I'm like, it does feel out of place. He's also the one that doesn't have, like, a red dust always around him and mm-hmm. stuff or thing that happens with the red dust that I noticed. But I guess it is the beginning of the show when everything's lower scale, so it kind of makes sense. Like, one Rodan, then an Ingress. It just felt like all the other ones... Every other one was a constant, and Ingress was just one. And uh-huh. And that was kind of weird. Agreed. I love the way... So they shot in the head with a harpoon. Very gory. Lots of blood splatter. Um, yeah. And then the mayor is posing in front of it. And he's like, I'm the mayor. I'm fantastic. This is a great collaboration between the government and private corporation. Boo. Um, boo. Uh, this was all private corporation. Yay. Fucking uh, <laughs> ass. <laughs> and then all of a sudden Anguish is like I didn't hear no bell and gets back up um, scares the shit out of him that was cool uh, th- that was a good part and I like that part yeah yeah totally yeah Anguish's look was just it was great it was so Anguish is such a goofball and this was like tiny hint of goofy ton of awesome you know yeah lots lots of awesome um, I like how when he when Ingress decapitated Jet Jaguar, he played with his body like a cat with a mouse. Like that was, yeah, that was awesome. It kind of showed like what you were talking about how he uh, he didn't have he wasn't like malicious. He was just an animal, you know. Yeah, and, and it was like learning. It was like trying to learn stuff about the the world around it and like these threats to it that are actively trying to kill it. And it's like learning about those <laughs> yeah totally like i mean the, our initial um introduction to Angris is like it dragged off a, a rodan corpse to eat it and then they like chase it down and start yeah. shooting it yeah that's why you don't uh shoot at wild animals that you've never seen before folks not cool could have been a great pet could have yeah, been a great pet. Could have been a great pet. Could have been a great been a, oh imagine having an Angris. imagine like a little like a little little pig sized Angerus. That'd oh, be yeah. so cool. I, genetic engineer listeners, get on that. We'll give you a, an exclusive uh like a ten minute episode or something exclusive. Ten minute episode just for you, if you can make one of those for us. I don't know if we owe them anything, man. I think they owe us. How many dog or pig or pet sized giant animals do we have? None. We get on that's here every day and point. work our asses uh. off. They get paid the big bucks. Yeah. There's no elephants the size of a bowling ball. Yeah. Yeah. That's Come disgusting. on. Genetic engineer, stop listening to podcasts. Start working your ass off. Totally. That's what I do. I work my ass off, but I'm not a genetic engineer. So I'm giving you content, and now you can give us cute animals. Anything else with Angris? God, that name. I know. It's a sweet name. <laughs> no, I wish there was more, more of him, I guess. Um, yeah. I kind of thought, because like they show, that, I mean, it comes back to life, obviously, so... Like, why didn't it come back to life again? What what happened? I don't remember. Was I think there, we, they just they, thought it was it, dead, but it's really strong. Okay. Like, they shot it in the head, and they thought it was dead, but it came back because it's... But it's, it's confusing because they talk about things coming back to life a lot in this show, but... Yeah. Because I thought Salunga was dead when they uh, 
filled it full of crystal spikes. I but think you see its like, eyes nah. moving around and stuff. Um, hey, that happens to me when you spike me. That's true. And you're dead, so. Lances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, there we go. <laughs> Proof. <laughs> I got logic. I got some of it. Um, Speaking of things that wish there was more of, I feel like you and I pretty much covered Manda in our last episode. Like, other than the dead body. Yeah, there, wa- there wasn't a lot more in these episodes. We see Goji chasing them, but we don't even really see the Manda there. We just see it under the water and then we see its corpse yeah on the beach on the beach but there's nothing really else is there oh we see them uh in london when uh may and professor lee are on a boat but that's like yeah. barely at all we, it like immediately cuts away so yeah there really isn't anything yeah i feel like they're um they're like a big part of the show but they're not much of anything but uh vague threat like we see them in that one episode but then mm-hmm. yeah there's it it feels the least almost like a character you know mm-hmm. like what they're doing doesn't matter they're just around <laughs> yeah but i will say to listeners stay tuned for an episode on a movie called atragon where this monster might make a another appearance <laughs> it was it was so people were so intrigued with singular point that they were like what is this monster and they're like we're gonna make a prequel <laughs> it's called after and it's fucking dope um the animation's weirder in that one though uh what do you, th- do you i remember like correctly the- george clooney i think george clooney is involved with the monster yeah definitely <laughs> what do you in, in general then just looking back did you like how Manda was used in general? Did you think it deserved the Manda name or Manda? I'm probably saying it wrong every time. Name, or do you feel like it was kind of a cop-out? Where do you land? Uh, No, I mean, I don't think it was a cop-out at all. I, I I, think that was kind of cool that they brought up Manda because that's such kind of an obscure uh, character in the in the Goji-verse. Um, uh, I mean, it's just Atragon and um, Destroy All Monsters, right? Uh, also in Final Wars for a sec, I think, or maybe, maybe Manda's not in it, but the Atragon ship is in it. Yeah, maybe it's just um, that one. I think that's the case, but uh, yeah. I, so I think it's cool if they kind of bring up this obscure character. Um, that being said, I, I mean, I guess I wish there was a little bit more to it, but then I'm thinking like. I also wish there was more Angerus. Maybe I just wish there were more monsters in general because yeah. I like monsters because I'm a kaiju boy. Yeah, and we always wish more. We like monsters. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was cool. I I think that I, I could see people watching this saying, like, that's not Angerus, that's not Manda. Um, sure, that's Godzilla, but, like, that's not Rodan for sure. And... I could see how people might feel that way if they love these characters, but I like I like what they're doing. I like that it's like inspired by X. That's like what the name means. Yeah. Um. It's just it. I don't know. It makes it way more fun. Like I'm trying to imagine this show if all the beasts weren't things I knew, and it's like sure, it's just like a nostalgia factor or a like uh, oh I'm in on it kind of feeling. It's literally no different if their names are different, but I would enjoy it less. You know. It's cool yeah. Well, I mean, also. Part of being a Godzilla fan is just realizing there's going to be reimaginings of all the different monsters. I mean, the 
Godzilla from the GMK is a million times different than the Godzilla from Godzilla uh, from Son of Godzilla. Like, yeah. I mean, you're just gonna have complete reimaginings of these characters as all these different creators try to make something completely different. And I think that's that's a really fun aspect to the um, to the series. Uh, and and it's... I mean this this show. I mean it's, this show is about just taking like general inspiration and just doing its own thing with uh the godzilla in general yes and with I mean, a clear... you can pick this apart and be like no this show is nothing at all like godzilla in any way like i'm kind of but it's fun it's it's its own unique thing and i love yeah. that and it has a it's it's not like co like taking the ideas and just using them for their own thing like to use the notoriety there's a clear love for the series in this like yeah this, this series is dripping with godzilla which is like you're saying been remade like a billion times it's like it's one of the things i love about this series is like they can go wild because it's not linear so it's not like oh that's rodan now that's rodan forever it's like look at this rodan look mm. at that rodan oh i like the rodan from this first one for better though and it's so cool yeah i mean well once again using gmk as an example you have King Ghidorah as the good guy in that when yeah. every other time he's been, you know, the ultimate bad guy. But GMK is still pretty widely loved by fans for good yeah. reason because it's a good movie and it's its own unique reimagining of uh, aspects of the Godzilla um, franchise. Totally. Salunga? Salunga. What a strange Baragon. ride Salunga Baragon. is. Okay, so speaking of Baragon... You and I just called it Baragon right off the bat. No question. Yeah. Um, so I've seen also, even though it looked kind of different, I've seen that people... Have you seen uh, All Monsters Attack or Godzilla's Revenge, that one? No, I have not. Um, neither have I. I know it's the one about... I've like, heard great things. <laughs> yeah, the one about the bully. You've seen pictures of Gabara, the kaiju in it? I... I feel like I've only seen that one picture you sent me. Oh, I forgot. I've seen the picture before, but yeah. I can't recall any other pictures. So some people think it's a combo of those two. What do you think? I don't know. I really have to look again. I wasn't really doing a close comparison. Just based on the picture when he sent it to me, I wasn't really seeing it. And I it never really jumped out to me while watching it. I was kind of thinking of it, but... I also wasn't really thinking about it that much, so totally. I I, I, like I mean, be... you know what? The what? the nerds are on this. The nerds know more about this than me. <laughs> They're right. It looks exactly like Gabra. Yeah, I th I think especially towards the end, its skin looks like Gabra's skin color and bumpiness, and it obviously looks like Baragon <laughs> to you and me. Um, uh -huh. Which in which case. Why Salunga? Like, yeah. it should be Gabaragon. <laughs> I, yeah, I just felt it was, it's weird that they decided to... Every other monster, they're like, we're basing this on something else. And then they're just kind of like, Salunga! I saw one person say online that... I don't remember who or where, but uh, that Sarunga or something, the original, the Japanese spelling of it in English or whatever... Uh, is a reference to, like, a type of monkey. Um, which I will say, he was leapy and grabby and monkey-like in ways and that climbing. those other two are. He did lots of climbing. Lots of climbing. Yeah. 
So maybe they thought that behavioral aspect was so far from the other two that they had to For differentiate sure. it. Last time we talked about him, we said he looked like shit. What do you think now? Uh, I mean, it wasn't so much as him himself or it itself. They themselves looked like shit. Um, just like some of the animation um, and movement, it kind of looked like shit. Uh, right? Yeah, I, th- I thought the in the first scenes with him, it just didn't look like his hands and feet or their hands and feet or whatever could, could be grabbing the stuff. Mm-hmm. And... It just looked kind of clunky. They looked weird kind of jumping around. I got more used to it later. I mean, I, I also thought they looked not great in that first one. They just looked kind of just different. I don't know. Um, I yeah. liked when it was like leaping over and smashing shit. Um, fucking just like jumping from like building to building. That is when I liked it. But most of the time I thought it was the weakest kaiju. And... There were some scenes through the end where they switched to a drawing of it that were so weird. It looked so different. Do you know what I'm talking about? Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Because, yeah, I was thinking there were some scenes in the end where I was once again, like, thinking, like, it stood out as as kind of, like, weird looking and not as well done as the rest of the show. So maybe that's what you're talking about. Yeah, it was just suddenly hand-drawn, like, a character's face for a few, like, a, a human character for a few a few shots and it was just so off-putting because the other ones like the Rodans when they would switch back and forth they looked very similar but the colors seemed wrong and it was so like empty looking it was very strange it was like how could like how can we make it look even worse I don't know yeah Salunga step it up next season come on I I did like it's leaping though and I don't know maybe it's cool and I like how it smashed shit I think it's the one that smashed the cop car into the other cop car right that was fucking awesome. Oh, shit. Was it? I think so. Um, But, yeah. I remember that happening. I remember you know, thinking, like, oh, this is probably what Rabbit meant when he texted me. There is one part he really loved uh, in these episodes. <laughs> I don't think but it I couldn't was remember. I, oh, okay. I can't remember what <laughs> I think it was. just Godzilla. Was. But, yeah, I don't know. What do you think of him in general? Yeah, I kind of agree with you um, that he was probably my least favorite kaiju. It is neat that he was, or they were this super agile creature, because um, they didn't look like the type of creature that would be climbing and jumping around so much. Yeah, um, that was kind of a neat twist on his design. Uh, but overall, yeah, um, and you have to wonder that this is the one that that's uh its own character while everything else is based on something else and it's the weakest one come on creators well maybe that's that's not reflecting well on you yeah i could i could picture a scenario that i'm probably 99 percent wrong or chance i'm wrong about but where they made that as baragon and then they were like this character sucks we got to do baragon right let's just name it something else (laughs) and make a cool baragon later i mean i don't feel like baragon is that much of a beloved monster where yeah but it's a digger to do that and he's not digging yeah you know it's not true the actions are wrong <laughs> yeah i i um has some like you said it has some cool destruction scenes and stuff like that but yeah overall weakest totally. one is he's interested in uh what about the spiders you like them i liked them a lot i um i thought it was badass how they're whatever was cut off they would regrow as some blue gloop so they would even multiply if you cut them in half um oh i didn't I, notice that that's so cool 
right? Isn't that what happened? Because uh, when they would cut oh, yeah, them in half, side. the the half would just the blue gloop would like reform what was happened. So therefore, each side would they would reform, right? I I don't know. It sounds right. I know that they were getting cut in half, and then the half that we followed started moving around with the goop. Mm-hmm. So I would assume the other half moved around with the goop too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I said I I thought that was awesome, and like I said, I also thought I saw some crab like ones in there, like towards the end of that battle. Well, and there were some which, flying ones at the end, like they're clearly yeah, there evolving. were some flying ones for sure. Yeah, before our eyes, they're changing, you know, or there's just uh-huh. more kinds than we realized, but it didn't feel like that. Um, I thought it was just more kinds of it than we realized. It may okay. be right that they're they're evolving before our eyes because that is a that is an aspect of. The, the monsters in the show is that they're evolving. So I don't it could know. be that they're it's just controversial. Evolving. Depends on what state you're in. Yeah. And I am in the state of misery. It's both true. physically and emotionally. Do they um, do they teach evolution in schools in Missouri? I bet they do. I bet they have to. I, I think they do in all schools. Nope. In America nope. I mean all public schools. Yeah. No? <laughs> you got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know. That's just my guess. Yeah. Uh but I I loved I loved the the spider battles. It makes sense that they were not in the show outside of that battle just because they were just uh, so much lesser compared to everything else. But um, they were really they were awesome. They were cool. I definitely misspoke uh, or I miss a, I wasn't thinking of these monsters when I was talking about Ingeris and saying. So, like, it's the only one that shows up and isn't a constant thing. It's the only one without red dust stuff happening. But these ones fit that, too, for sure. So, it makes a lot oh, that's more true. sense. That's true, yeah. Uh, what? Did Did you notice a part where the blue goop on one of them shaped into Edora? Hedora? Oh, no. Did I? Maybe I did. That actually sounds... From... Yes, I did notice that. It was so weird. It was, like, because the other ones didn't look, like, close to that. It looked different. And this one suddenly was, like, Hedora-shaped. It was really like what i i i I do remember thinking that um i completely forgot about that yeah weird so weird weird wild stuff yeah yeah the the battles with the the battles i mean all the stuff with the flocks with uh jet jaguar just going after like crowds is so cool and like the parts where the camera is like kind of circling around and and jet jaguar is just like cutting off heads and slicing spiders yeah. in half are so cool i loved when like it's so bright and sunny and beautiful and nice and outside at the beach and jet jaguars like playing games with kids and then like they start fighting all these fucking spiders and then suddenly they're in a warehouse and like something crashes and lights on fire or whatever and it's like just such a different tone it's like the end of revenge of the sith or something like it's just like the fire is like reflecting off of jet jaguar and jet jaguar is just like destroying all of these living things it's so intense yeah um agreed (laughs) sorry this you're good you got anything else about spiders um except for i really want you to confirm or deny uh if there are crabs and whether or not these are based on kumanga uh sorry dude Okay, I didn't confirm. see crabs. I only thought they were based on Kumonga because they're spiders. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm upset. I'm sorry. We'll talk about Kumonga later. It'll be nice. I liked how Goro was uh, grabbed a pipe and was attacking the spiders with his pipe. Hell yeah. Yet again, fucking during the spider fight, I think Yoon is like face to face with one of the spiders and it almost 
attacks him. It's like that happens to Yoon with like Rodan, uh, the spider, fucking uh, Godzilla. I think one other, like so many times he's just in it suddenly. Yeah, and uh, Jet Jaguar saved his life in that in that point. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yoon's uh, Yoon's a real badass. And also, um, Yoon programmed the AI that is Jet Jaguar. So did Yoon save his own life? Whoa. Now, this is a kind of complex question as this podcast is all about. <laughs> um, anything else with spiders? Uh, oh, no, we already asked that. You said yeah, you want me to confirm uh, it. Uh, 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 oh, yeah. Um, so I wrote down the... This is a very, very intelligent little uh, note by me. Um, the blue guts are forming the, the halves that are cut off. Then I wrote... Fearful symmetry. Very smart observation for me. Because <laughs> um, that's an allusion to uh, uh, the William Blake poem, Tiger, Tiger, and uh, Fearful Symmetry um, with the singular points that Ashihara wrote down. So, very smart. Um, what, what was the fearful symmetry about the... Oh, because it's becoming symmetrical by growing back. Yes. I see. And it's scary. And... It's scary, yeah, because it's trying to kill and eat. And I also like the point where they're like, when it took the when the spiders took the hostage, and they're like, "Why do you think it? What do you think it plans to do with the hostage?" And Gora goes, "That should be pretty obvious. Shove its stinking glands in his mouth, and then lay eggs in his belly." <laughs> that that made me laugh. <laughs> Damn, that's good. Okay, that's it. Um, before we talk about the big boy, um, Godzilla, before we talk about Godzilla, um, did you notice Varan? No, and I was very curious because you wrote that in both the outlines. Varan, question mark? I'm I, pretty sure. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure in one episode when Rodan are attacking, a, there's like flocks of Rodan. It's, I think, in Tokyo. There's a big monster, like that looks just like Varan that gets like, you only see it for a, a second, kind of like the big Rodan and then it's gone. It was like that. And I thought I was seeing something, but a spoiler like leaked through on my Twitter, even though I muted so many people that said like Varan was so underutilized in singular point or something. And I was like, huh, am I not crazy? But I don't know. Yeah. I'm interested. I mean, I also didn't notice when uh, professor Lee died either of the times I watched that episode, so... Um, it's quick, too. It's it's very possible I missed Varan. I also... Like, you see it, but you're still like, did she die? Because you don't see her die. Like, a Rodan's going towards her, and she just as easily, I feel like, could have gotten away, and they'd be like, oh, Lee's back. Um, But at least that's... Maybe I missed it, too. But yeah, there's a lot of things like that in this show. That it's a fast show. Um, and they cram yeah. a lot into the screen. Like, there's cool yeah. shit going on in the background of so many shots. Except, like, there's some shots in the show where it's showing the phone, and it's just Jet Jaguar's face, and it's just, like, a blank table with a blank phone, and it's talking for, like, 10, 15, 20 seconds straight, and it's like, really? It just feels like they ran out of time. Like, everything is so packed in these frames, except for that. Did you notice that at all? I do know what you're talking... I mean, it didn't really stand out to me at the time, but now that you mention it, yes, I know what you're talking about. For sure. For sure. Yeah. All right, dude. Should we talk about Godzilla? Let's talk about Godzilla. 
When I saw the promo stuff for this show that had this design of Godzilla, I was not a fan. I thought it was cool that they were... Which which design was in the promos? The final, Ultima Godzilla. Okay. It wasn't necessarily like the promos, but like the toys were coming out. It's what everybody was talking about. And I saw... I, I thought it was really cool that it was based on like Japanese history and armor and shit like that. But I didn't think it necessarily yeah. like looked sick. And mm. now I'm totally sold on it. The way it integrated with how the show looked and the way this Godzilla acted. I love this Godzilla. This Godzilla is so sick to me. Uh, what did you think? Yeah, I think he's badass. Um, very uh, Shin inspired. So I thought you would like him. I mean, in the sense that it has multiple forms, like yeah. Shin Godzilla. And also it's... It's like ultimate powers are very reminiscent of Shin Godzilla, mm -hmm. where it's like it has this world-destroying powers, basically, which we generally do not see with Godzilla. Um, where it just has this destroyer death breath, and yeah, but he's he's a huge fire starter. Yeah, I definitely thought the evolution reminded me of Shin. I thought how menacing and scary did, but I don't. I guess I just thought it had, it also had just such a cool atomic breath. Like, it was so unique to this one with the fucking rings. Like, maybe that was just a visual thing, yeah. but it was so cool. Um, yeah, I, I love that. I like that they're, in this era, they're not shying away from reinventing the breath and making it different. It's so cool. Yeah. And just, like, top-tier city destruction scenes. Mm -hmm. I, I love that it's atomic breath. Maybe I mentioned this in the last one. I can't remember, but I love that like it, it's power was shown. It didn't like when it was going through a bunch of skyscrapers in a row, it would like hit one and melt for a second and get all the way through and then shoot to the next one and melt all the way through and shoot to the next. Like that effects like that were so cool. And just slicing buildings in half a lot like Shin, like you're saying, I love that shit. It was so cool. Yeah. I, this guy's always fucking awesome. Um, and is very unique take also in how Godzilla's integrated into the story where it he doesn't seem like he is a major plot point but he doesn't seem as major of a character as he usually does yeah which is a very interesting way to go about it in something called Godzilla um definitely did you like that or no I did like it I and just it was such a like a unique way I mean we pretty much don't even see Godzilla for the first, like, five episodes. We just see, like, Godzilla bones. And then, like, even then we just will see, like, flashes of it every now and then, just, like, small scenes. Um, uh, and then we get longer and more bigger city destruction scenes as it goes on. But, yeah, it, it's just, it never feels as much of a major character point as uh, Godzilla usually is. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. I really like that Godzilla, like, I feel like in the first movie, he's kind of somewhere between a character and, like, just a metaphor for absolute destruction, like, mm -hmm. unstoppable destruction. And I like that different ones do different, like, go back and forth between those. I, I mean, obviously, I feel like he became more and more of a character as, it, as the series progressed. But, like, it kind of reminds me of Shin or, I'm trying to think of another, maybe even Final Wars, where... Like, I, I think when he's, when it's just this, like, 
it's not a character because it's an incomprehensible act of destruction. It feels like it works better as a metaphor or as a symbol mm-hmm. in those. And I really like that. Um, so yeah, I thought, I mean, it'd be cool to see a little more of him because I always want to see more Godzilla, but I thought the way that it was just like this act of destruction, but it wasn't like lumbering like they usually are. It was able to do like quick turns and like yeah. react really wildly because it's an anime. Um, so I love that. And I, I was just thinking, man, there are a lot of Shin things. Like, the jaw kind of unhinging. the um, He kind of, like, bends down to charge his breath. And, yeah, I don't know. He's cool as fuck. He's, he's a good Zilla. Uh, almost up there with a 1998 Zilla. Let's not, let's, not get ahead, let's not be crazy. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Hey, we're going to have disagreements. <laughs> Never. Never happened. Would you, okay, what did you think of the, the first form, the whale form? Well, first of all, but yeah, just another comment on how he doesn't feel like as much of a, of a character as, as usual. I mean, I think part of it also is like there's so much more focus on the other monsters, it seems, um, um, than we, I mean, especially on the Rodans. But there's, yeah, I just feel like there's so much for, more focus on non-Godzilla monsters. So that also kind of contributes to that aspect. Uh, yeah, whale form. Whale form was cool. Um, I think one of my complaints about Godzilla would be we don't see the um, initial forms maybe as much as I would like. So like, I don't feel like we really get to see much of the whale form, um, uh, which was something I was kind of looking forward to because when they show pictures of the uh, that picture that May was looking at in the beginning. Um, you see the whale form and you're like oh is that just some kind of like a kind of weird interpretation of Godzilla or is there actually got a Godzilla that looks like that and then we do see a Godzilla that looks like that but like almost immediately after we were introduced to that it evolves into land Godzilla um totally even then that that land Godzilla is barely around before it blows itself up and goes into a cocoon and then transforms into the ultimate Godzilla which is what we get for the majority of the series is, uh, or not the majority of the series, but the majority of what we know with Godzilla is like the, the later form. Did, did you right? not feel after he came out of the cocoon, I kind of felt like he was still changing a little, but maybe I'm wrong. It was hard to, as I was saying that I was like, but wait a second, that ultimate one kind of feels different than what we initially got out of yeah. the cocoon. But, um, so yeah, I'm not sure. I know they, there's, they're talking about how, he's constantly changing and growing and stuff. So I guess that, that that's an aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. I I like the whale too. It was, it was kind of funny. Like I was, I was very surprised when they were like, that's Godzilla. I was like, Whoa, okay. What's happening here? Kind of like, (laughs) kind of like the first time I watched Shin Godzilla. I was just like, no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's funny. (laughs) Not as silly. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny that it's pink and shit. Um, but Mm. it still has those, huge fins or the whatever the spikes on the back that really make you be like okay i can buy that it's godzilla because it has the spikes yeah the in-between stages there was some funny ones there was like a one with huge massive spikes and like the forward facing eyes right in the center next to his nose and then like uh i don't know that was just that was cool to me that was funny to me it was both i don't think i remember that but i agree that was that was funny to me (laughs) Uh, do you remember the one that uh, barfs? It's just like, and letting out a bunch of shit onto the ground. Oh, shit. 
I remember noting like LOL, but I can't bring that image up in my head. Like I, I, I mean, like I do remember seeing stuff being thrown up and thinking that was awesome, but I can't, I can't picture what the Godzilla looked like in my head or okay. when exactly that was in the series. It was one of the in-between stages and it just kind of looked silly. <laughs> but, um, and it like barfed up a bunch of stuff. And then later it starts like controlling red dust with grabbing missiles and shit. But later then that same form or a form right after breathes the, the negative 20 degree Celsius breath stuff all over the city, you know, and then it like freezes and then sucks it all in and explodes. Um, it was like mm. right before that. I kind of felt like maybe it had to okay. do with that or something or, or a little before that. Oh yeah. And it, it freezing with all that shit also reminded me of Shin Godzilla, the frozen Shin Godzilla at the end when it was like all yeah. red, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of felt Mothra-y too. It's like in its cocoon. It made you think of Mothra cause it was in a cocoon. It just felt Mothra like, yeah, like it froze into a cocoon and now that you when you first said that 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 seemed like silly and ridiculous um but now that i'm thinking about it like actually i i can count i can kind of see that because it's this weird situation where there's like all this shit going on and it's like this major catastrophe event and then all of a sudden the monster's just like yo i'm gonna fucking chill out and go in my fucking cocoon and everyone is like just saying they're watching. It's like, what the fuck? We need to destroy this. What the fuck's going on? So you know what? You're right. That that does remind me. Yeah. Of so. Mothra. Plus, like, I mean, in there, he was changing. You know. He's going through changes. Right, Black Sabbath. Yeah, because Volume Four. I don't know what else to say about Godzilla. He was cool. What do you think about him fighting Jet Jaguar? Man. I had weird feelings about that. But what were your weird feelings? Were you snorting more of the dust? Because. Getting weird. <laughs> I was just, because, uh, like, I, I really grew to like Jet Jaguar. So part of me was like, yeah, Jet Jaguar. Um, and you know going into it that Jet Jaguar is going to win. Uh, but then part of me was like, but Godzilla is so cool i never like godzilla losing because i love i love me some godzilla so there was a part of me that's like oh no i kind of also wish the fight was maybe longer or more Mm. more epic i mean what we saw was epic but it just seemed to go really quick for like the final conclusive battle between these these, uh godlike creatures yeah it was really really cool and the music was so perfect it was great but it was pretty quick Mm-hmm. I I mean Jet Jaguar won, but he died, right? Like that's how he won. That's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, hopefully because he's a robot, it'll be okay. But uh, yeah, it was it was definitely bittersweet because both of the best characters died, or did yeah. they? Ooh, the blue spikes. Who knows what they do? Who knows how words are made? No. Yeah, that fight was sick, dude. I don't know. I liked it. It wasn't the most epic, but it was definitely like, it was just crazy. They did such a good job with the scale in this show that after seeing Godzilla, like just smack, like nothing could hurt him. Seeing him suddenly mm. fight a big thing like Jet Jaguar actually was kind of exciting. It felt like the scale was real because we'd spent yeah. so long on a smaller scale, you know? Yeah. Another thing is, I mean, I've, I brought up before in our last episode, I think how it's just like, all these monsters just seem smaller than the monsters we've seen in the movies. Yeah. So 
we are finally with Godzilla. We're finally towards the end. It kind of actually feels like the size of Godzilla. Um, Fully. That was so. That was kind of cool. Well, you got anything else on Godzilla before we move on? You know what? I'm gonna say it. I'm a fan of Godzilla. Hell yeah, dude. He's a pretty good one. Like, oh, I just meant in general. I'm a fan of Godzilla. No, that's what I mean. He's a good. He's a good guy. He's a good one. He's yeah, a good he's catch. a good lizard. Like, there's a there's a lot of good lizards out there, but I think Godzilla's top of the heap. It's so hard to describe why exactly, but like, yeah, like if I'm looking through like covers of online like kaiju movies to watch, when I get to Godzilla, even though it's like half of them, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, like like I get <sighs> it like gives me a little kick in my butt, like ooh, it just he's got a, he's got a good bod, <laughs> good thing going on. So this show has a lot of callbacks to the Godzilla series, as we've we've kind of talked about some. But um, did any jump out to you? Yeah, I really liked how um, Godzilla really seemed to take a lot of inspiration from um, the Shin Godzilla Godzilla. So I think there are some callbacks in that. Totally, hundred <laughs> um, percent. What else was there? There was a uh, Jet Jaguar fought some Kumangas and some Eberas. That was a good callback. <laughs> what about the moths? <laughs> um, there's some moths flying around, and everyone was like, oh, look at the moths. So that was a callback. The Mothra. Godzilla went in a cocoon, which was <laughs> like a callback to Mothra. You know what I mean. Not call. What do you, what do you want to call them? References. I know what you're talking about. Like references uh yeah i know i know what you mean okay um there's sometimes they play different ifukube music which was uh, hell yeah so i'm trying to think of like some unique ones that we haven't touched on and i'm drawing a blank even though i know there's probably like a thousand i mean most of them 99 percent of them went over my head sure me too um in fact listeners what did you notice? Tell us what we don't catch. I'm going to say this again at the end because it's a better time because you don't know what we caught yet. I thought the orthogonal diagonalizer was a pretty cool callback oh. to the oxygen destroyer. Oh, yeah. Um, Definitely. It, it's like the whole, you know, not the MacGuffin, but it's like the the focus. It's the thing that's just going to solve the problem. And it even looks like the yeah. oxygen destroyer, just green. Um, and also it has the uh, same initials. That's, yeah, totally. When Rodan, when the giant Rodan, I think, is shot down, he spins exactly like Rodan spins in um, King of the Monsters. Um, I know you haven't seen that one yet, but he spins like that, like in this kind of spiral way, and there's planes flying next to him, and it just destroys all of them. It's sick. Oh, that's the that's in the Hollywood one, 2019 right? one, yeah. Hollywood. I haven't seen that one yet. Also, the way Godzilla shoots straight up in the sky reminds me of the poster of that movie, like, and the part of that movie, just shooting straight up in the sky like he does in Legendary. Um, but maybe those are callbacks to things that I don't fucking remember. Yeah, you basically got all of them. The Palo reading the verses of the Bhagavad Gita was pretty intense. Uh, the now yeah. I am become death destroyer of worlds, the op- which Oppenheimer quoted, because it's kind of throwing back to the original purpose of the original movie, you know? Yeah, definitely. Oh, and I just like that the source of the bones was like Godzilla 1954, the original. Like Ashihara's village was destroyed by a giant monster. Yeah, I I was kind of, I thought it would have been kind of cool. 
Like, I don't think they were doing this, but it would have been a cool aspect if they kind of... Because they're talking about how um, there's convergences in time and, like, uh, things change. So I was, like, thinking it would have been cool if they worked in a way where, like, this was, like, a convergence from, like, the original Godzilla or something. That would have been a neat kind of thing they did. Because, yeah, they bring up that uh, Ashihara, when he was... He was in this fishing village, or he, he was born in this fishing village, and then um, that fishing village was supposedly attacked by a Godzilla, and they defeated the Godzilla, but then that was lost post-war. The records were lost, and people started forgetting about it. So I kind of felt like it would have been cool if they kind of worked it in somehow, that that was like the original Godzilla movie, and then... Didn't I mean? Isn't saying all that stuff kind of working it in? Like it's a it's a reference, but I I meant kind of like how history was how that was erased from history by like oh. the time changing. I thought that would be like a cool thing because they talk about did the stories differ? Or were they the same? I can't remember. Um, like what... you mean between this that story and the original Godzilla? Or... Yeah, I mean yeah because that that Godzilla doesn't attack Tokyo. The one they they talked about, yeah, it just attacked the small fishing village, oh, okay. I think, and then they somehow the the village defeated it, which I thought was weird that a fishing village could defeat a Godzilla. I didn't notice that um, line about defeating it. Yeah, I missed that. Gotcha. Yeah, that would have been cool if it was like this is connected to that universe. It's just our weird time science shit. Blah blah blah. Yeah, um, I I, I thought that was something that they were gonna do. Like this was just kind of like some time split off of. Uh, the original Godzilla, but then that they didn't do that. Um, For sure. So yeah, I don't know why I'm bringing that up, but I just that that was something I thought was would have been cool because it's totally on topic and it's interesting, and I agree with you. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm smart. I have no other references, so I'm sure we missed a ton, like you said. Um, so people, let us know. You can tweet at us at no gods. Yeah, I mean. I'm... I might have noticed some, but I didn't really, I didn't go through my notes and like note different things according to your outline. So I would have to read through like 10 pages of handwritten notes and I'm not going to do that. So wait, just read through nine. Just read through nine of the pages. Yeah. Read through nine. If you're not going to read, do 10. Ah, okay. Hold on to your horses. All right. Should we? Episode six, <laughs> a flock of Rodan with two stars around that. <laughs> Ashihara involved the study of red red tide discovered special discovered special ass jellyfish Salunga baragon a monster organism composed of red dust Ashihara predicted maybe trying to reclaim treasury soul from it what does that mean what's the treasure <laughs> actually yeah what was what were they talking about there <laughs> is that a you know Salunga I think yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Shiva was talking about when they were first talking about Salunga, they're like, it might be coming to reclaim the treasure he stole from it. And it was like, what what treasure did they Oh, they stole a singular point from it, I guess? I guess. That's my answer. That's what I was Because it came up from the same hole that they're carrying the... I'm glad we had this discussion. Yeah. Cool. I should read through my notes more often with you. <laughs> you should just read through your notes before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you want to switch to talking about characters? Uh, sure. 
All right. I don't know how deep we have to go into each because we've talked about them before, but if you have any new thoughts about them, uh, let's go into it. Uh, how about May? Um, She's taking on a kind of Sarazawa situation role, right? She's messing around trying to create something good, but then all these people she works for on the video screen are like, oh, we're going to use that to destroy the Red Dust instead, the stuff you figured out. Yeah, but then, like, 75% of those people are actually kind of like, we're actually on your side and trying to help you. That's true. Um, but but it's, the fear is there. The concept is there. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, and also, she's involved with creation of something with the initials OD. Yeah. Like Sarazawa. Exactly. I uh, I don't really like what they did with her character in that I've, I, I like her character. I feel like she's an interesting, cool character. But I feel like she was laid on more than any other character at the most with all the boring stuff that I don't like about this show. So usually when her character was involved, I was kind of just upset at the show um, because it was a part of the show that I didn't like. That makes sense. And I, I wish she was involved with more parts of the show that I did like. Yeah. Because I like her as a character. Thinking back on it, for sure, like this, I liked her a lot as a character. Um, I thought she had some fun things where, I don't know, I thought she was used in fun ways sometimes, she, sometimes funny mm-hmm. ways. Her her back and forth with Palo, I liked. But when I think back to like the really creative, cool scenes, it's mostly Yoon, Goro, Habaru. And when I think back to like May, it's like hallways and conference rooms and yeah and just discussing all the theoretical yeah. physics type of stuff totally. yeah that makes sense uh, i hadn't thought of that but you're absolutely right i will say um if there's a second season which i think there will be because it seems like it's pretty well received overall from the super into godzilla crowd i don't know what who else like you know i don't know if people are watching it i have no idea i think it's been doing good nice i hope so but I hope we see more of her relationship with Yoon develop because it seems like they have an interesting relationship. Although I'll, it'll be interesting to see how that will develop if they get more, I guess, FaceTime with each other. Since this was such like a kind of unique way of going about it where it's all technical between them, but then you do see aspects in the way they talk to each other, where they, they bet like, oh, I'll bet you a helicopter yeah uh, right date over, over yeah and i mean uh, uh yeah i like both the characters so it'd be fun to see their their relationship develop but uh, i wonder how that will go about yeah i guess i did like that they ended with them clearly looking at each other and it was like the strands connected all these things that like they they'd like gone on this journey together and it was like we thought i don't know it, it seemed like there was going to be a romance after um or something yeah. or like they liked each other but I really like that. I mean, it made sense. Like, they didn't even have to do that much flirting. It was just the fact that they both got so excited over stuff that almost no one else understood kind of showed that, okay, these two are going to have fun together. Yeah, and just, like, the way they kind of clicked immediately and just being able to just talk about all this complicated stuff, just, like, and they they were just, like, totally on the same wavelength where they just completely understood everything the other person was saying. Yeah. And I feel like, like I said, she was kind of like Sarazawa, but also I felt like the whole time I kind of felt like the Ashihara character was kind of Sarazawa in a way. 
and yeah and then they had this whole journey about how she's like has to become ashihara and then go further she's walking in ashihara's footsteps literally all that stuff it was like okay it's all coming together you know yeah she's gonna build mecha Ghidorah. uh does sarazawa have a part in that at some point in a in a movie or am i no i'm just because we see that ashihara is building mecha godzilla so if she's going in his footsteps gotcha um, but it needs to go further then she'll make Ghidorah I that all makes exact perfect sense mm-hmm. um, you're welcome what do you think of Yoon how do you uh, like his journey I mean yeah I mean of all the characters that took aspects from me um, him more than anyone else just super cool super smart going on exciting adventures uh, heroic brave saving the universe the world humanity hell yeah good job dude yeah 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 i don't know he's a fun main character i love that he's just kind of in his head in his own world but also just like functioning and stares danger in the face uh like i mentioned before and he always ends up being in it and he's just brave as fuck i mean they all are but like jumping on fucking the back of jet jaguar to like fly up at the most dangerous thing in the world like it's pretty intense yeah, I mean, even before that, in episode uh, six, we see him jump on Jet Jaguar to battle Anguirus. Yeah. He's like, oh, you lost your head? Okay, I'll jump on you and I'll be your eyes. Yeah. And we, as we fight this monster that can read, that can read the future. That's <laughs> <laughs> so crazy, yeah. And yeah, mm-hmm. that was the other one. So he stared, he gets like stared right in the face by Anguirus, Rodan, the spider, and then Godzilla. It's like... Maybe guys, I live in the stare him in the face, but he's he's around his giant face. Anything else on him? Uh, nope. He's an awesome character, and I can't wait to see what they do with him in season two coming soon <laughs> to a Netflix near you. Um, I thought Haberu kind of didn't grow much at all in this show and kind of stayed the same, but I did love when he somehow threw Jet Jaguar yeah. off of a falling truck. <laughs> to give it enough lift to fly yeah yeah um i was kind of confused by what he did there but i got that it was heroic and he (laughs) saved the day and i was kind of confused because i thought they were showing it like he sacrificed himself and he was falling to his death but then we see like a couple scenes later that he's like chilling out with goro and goro i guess he's driving the truck or was he out of it I think at that point he was out of it. I thought like, he... I think he might have been in, like, a different truck driving next to it, or... Well, either way, I definitely thought Haberu was dead. And I was yeah, like, me too. I get, that's a pity, but it makes sense, because they it... haven't done anything with this character yet. Well, also, Yoon was like, Haberu, no! Yeah. So, like, it, it definitely a show tries to make you feel like that, but then we just see him a couple scenes later, just not even, like, injured, just seemingly fine totally um but overall yeah i i agree with you they didn't really do much to develop his character um but overall he was a cool and neat character and he the parts he did play were were likable but they definitely he wasn't there wasn't much focus on him at all yeah i agree um speaking of characters with little focus satomi kanahara 
the goth worker at the Otaki factory just kind of disappeared yeah. after our last episodes. Yeah, I they her character is just pointless. Um, like they never do anything with her. Like her most her biggest role is like suggesting that they make the anger a spike into a spear. Yeah. Like, well, and and to have somebody at like to have it seem like there's a worker who's working with yeah. their adventures, so it makes sense that they have a business, and she's like actually doing all the work, maybe. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I hope it was a setup for her to have a bigger role because there were a bunch of big characters for her to have a bigger role in the next one and learn more about her. Yeah, I I agree because she seems like she'd be a neat character, but yeah. we're just she's not given anything to do, um, so we don't really know anything about her or whatever totally so next character uh goro he kind of fell off after the first half the season right we don't he doesn't seem to play as big of a role i i mean i guess he might have fallen off i thought he was awesome i just mean um he doesn't seem to be in it as much as Mm. he was in the first half i felt like Uh, he always just made a quick appearance every episode but maybe not i I feel like in the first few episodes, there's more focus on him. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, he did make some quick appearances, but he's. I, I just thought he felt more uh, on the sides than he did in the first episodes, where he was like controlling Jet Jaguar and uh, um, always seemed to have a comment about everything. Yeah, totally. I, I could be wrong though. Well, um, but I still, I still liked him a lot. I, he was, he's just still a super fun character that brings uh, a certain uh, lively quality to the proceedings. Definitely. And he's never bogging everything down with boring science shit, even though he's this uh, smart-ass dude who builds uh, killer robots. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't... That's a really good point. Um, Yeah, he's super smart and awesome. Although I wonder how much is... I guess he does seem like he's got his shit together, because a lot of what happens is Yoon, but... He's, yeah, I'm sure he's fucking dope with a wrench. I loved his crazy speech in the gas mask on the boat when they're going into Godzilla and he's just like, doesn't give a fuck. He's like, we're going after Godzilla. He doesn't give a fuck. And his speech is awesome. Um, yeah. And I just like that he's, he's smart, but he's not smart. Like he's so excitable during the spider part where they're hiding that Habaru has to hold his mouth shut because <laughs> he's going to get them all killed. Cause he's like, rah, rah, rah. like, I don't know. He's got a lot of spunk. Yeah. Uh- I love how he's just always just like, we're going to go kill that monster. We're going to go get that monster, like, no matter what. Even with Godzilla, he's like, I'm going to go after Godzilla with my ultimate uh, Godzilla killer, or whatever he calls. Hell yeah. (laughs) He's just fucking badass. He's super badass. Do do you think he knew? Like, you asked earlier, a few episodes ago, what Jaguar was for, and then he calls it his ultimate Godzilla killer, right? Something like that, yeah. So... Do you think he knew this whole time? Like, they said something about early on, like, the boss says that these paintings, from this painting, those are Rodan. Oh, yeah. And he, he has a lot of premonitions that come true, and then suddenly Jet Jaguar's there to stop. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't think of that. But, yeah, that makes sense, because, yeah, early on, he, Satomi, I think it's Satomi, she brings up the picture and how um, Goro says that, you know, more Rodan are going to come because of this picture. Uh, so maybe he did have a knowledge that some shit was going to go down, and that's why he had um, Jet Jaguar. That's good. 
just I, came to me. I love that brain of yours. I've always said it. The, I love the way that, that you're saying, uh, from what you were saying, bro, I didn't even know. You told me. Yeah, I thought he was sick. I think it. He's just a fun character. I love Wingnut characters, especially old ones. They're always great. Uh huh. Yeah, he's a delight. Okay, Yamamoto. We don't even. He's just gone, right? Yeah, we only see him like one other time, where uh, he's more of a conduit for um, Shunya to tell what he's discovered about Ashihara and everything that's going on. Yeah, and. Even Shania himself, a large part of him just seems to be to tell the audience uh, Ashihara's history. Um, yeah. But yeah, the only real scene I can remember with um, Yamamoto uh, in this last eight episodes was uh, Shania sits down with him and they have a drink together and he just tells him about um, Ashihara growing up in the fishing village and creating the Masikoku, Masiyaku, whatever it's called. It's Akiyoku, uh, I think. Yeah, what what Rabbit said. <laughs> um, uh, in order to study the the Godzilla bones and the the signal coming off it. and Yeah, that's, that's the only scene I can remember from him. He was kind of just there for the beginning, I guess, and for that one. Yeah, and I know you and I thought that there was going to be more to him like he knew more of what was going on uh but that never seems to be the case um or we were just supposed to feel that so that it explained like that the structure yeah. of the company or something or later on so after um shonya told him all the stuff he discovered about asihara and um misakioku uh he had this little speech about how um it's uh better to not um know everything to not uh learn so much and he said the so he said like some know the use of what's useful but mm. not the use of what's but not the use of what's useless and then he said this line which i know you love the more wisdom people possess the harder they are to suppress and he said that like it was a bad thing yeah. <laughs> um, Totally. Like, people should be easy to suppress. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, we want them dumb and suppressible. Yep. <laughs> totally. Well, you mentioned uh, Shunya Sato. There's not a ton to him, but I, I don't really keep track of, like, what he's doing. It Were we right that he's, like, he works for Shiva, but he was at Matsakiyoku factory or uh, bureau to see... What was going on there? I don't think he works with Shiva. He... He's always with all those folks. So he was always communicating with Yuki Kanoko, who you put down as Shiva employee, question mark, or bureaucrat for Ministry of Foreign Affairs. I don't think she was a Shiva employee. I th- yeah, and I think it did say bureaucrat for Ministry of Foreign Affairs, which is why I just like... I mean, that that's what, that is what she called herself. Okay. But I thought maybe you thought maybe she could also have been secretly a shiva employee no nothing deep just don't not follow the characters like you know okay and then there was also the point where uh rishanya he like went in the basement to look at the um bones again and then he was um attacked from behind by takahiro yeah who does work for shiva yeah, in yeah. some capacity 
Totally. So that also implies that he wasn't connected to Shiva. Yeah, he's not connected to Shiva. What do we think he does? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just seems like he's just... He works at this place. I I have no idea. Yeah, who I, cares? Never mind. That's what I'm trying to say. Who cares? Okay, who cares? He's a bad character. Okay. <laughs> they don't give him anything. <laughs> um, what, yeah. What do you think of Pillow 2 by the end of it? Still hate her? Still hate them? Uh, Yeah, they're still pretty annoying. Um, there was a point where they almost fell to death, and that would have been pretty funny. Well, they're gone now. They're part of Jet Jaguar, so. Yeah. But it would have been yeah, funnier if they I guess, fell to their death. <laughs> yeah. That, like, right before the climax, that, that would have been pretty that'd been a good move. But <laughs> So you dislike Pillow 2 to. so much you want to see them not only disappear, but terrified along the way. I think no matter who that would have been, that just would have been funny oh, okay. and good, even if it was Yoon or... <laughs> <laughs> that would be even funnier. Or Godzilla. That would have been, that would have been really funny if it was Godzilla. <laughs> totally. Um, but especially good if it's an annoying character like Pillow too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're they're just they're just annoying. Um, and but uh, hey, they helped save the universe. So good on you, good on you, Pillow too. <laughs> maybe, you. maybe I'm uh just a harsh a harsh critic. Who's to say? I uh yeah I was. I guess I could see how she'd be annoying, but I thought she was fine, and I, I liked her relationship with May. I'm glad May had a friend, even if it was a weird AI that can't decide if it's a cat or a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the I definitely felt kind of detached at the end when, like, Pit, like, a big part of the adventure as May was just standing there, is that, and BB's just standing there, and uh, Lena, like, Paler 2's just, like, swimming through what? Like, it's just all metaphors for whatever symbols for what the computer is doing, but it's like we're just watching a computer process, basically, right? Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah, basically. But generally, yeah, they were fine. Uh, mm-hmm. What about Takahiro by the end? I don't know what the fuck is up with him. Yes. <laughs> Same. Yeah, he does some villainous shit, but then it turns out he's on the side of BB and Michael Stevens, yeah. who at this point we're led to believe are good because they're helping Professor Lee and May. Um, but then we find out in the post credits that Michael Stevens and Takahiro are joined with Ashihara and building Mechagodzilla. So actually, they're bad, and yeah. unless Mechagodzilla is good, I guess we don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, all I have I, written down is, I knew he was up to something, but is he a bad guy or not? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, he seems pretty bad at the point when he, uh attacks um shunya and then when he uh like handcuffs yeah um yun and haru right? yun and haru yeah he seems and steals the bones he seems like a bad guy there yeah. but we don't really know ultimately what he's up to because the next time we see him he's like helping may uh yeah it's confusing i mean maybe i feel like he's up to something for sure like he has ulterior motives helping them helps him get somewhere yeah i don't know what about professor lee tragic when she dies huh yeah it's a real tearjerker um <laughs> i mean for may i guess not for me because i didn't notice it may's just like no more homework stand up against the tyranny of the teachers yeah totally. fuck teachers sick of um, the pledge of allegiance that's what anarchy's all about <laughs> 
her whole role is just the part of the show I hated. So yeah, um, I like that she got. She doesn't do much for me. I like that she got May into the position she was in, and I like that she turned out to be good, and then she was just uh-huh. dead, and that was fine. You know. Yeah, and I didn't even notice her dying. Totally. <laughs> Is it's pretty the next quick. episode they're like and professor lee died and it's like wait what <laughs> may does not grieve really it's just like no 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 <laughs> yeah it's uh pretty cold but also she met her two days ago so it's not that yeah i don't know yeah but they were like talking non-stop <laughs> but yeah you'd think you'd i guess i lose. guess may was like yeah but all that shit was super boring so <laughs> I'm just glad I don't have to talk about that boring shit with her anymore. <laughs> totally. Okay, Baylor BB Barn. I feel like he ends up being pretty cool. Uh, yeah, interesting character. Uh, they really, in the beginning, you think he's going to be a villain. Yeah. Um, even just how he's drawn, there's something about oh, his yeah. face. I guess the way it's kind of like his eyes are kind of drawn. He he looks like he's going to be a villain. He's like but skeletal then... and pale and just. Like the, mm-hmm. yeah and he just like kind of looks freaked yeah. out like he's never slept all the time yeah but then uh in in these episodes because i think we discussed in the first five episodes that we we think he's the bad guy and like he's first introduced like he's going down the the shiva hole um and that shit all just seems bad because it's just like this corporation sending people down this hole that can't be good that's never good totally when it when has it been good in history when a corporation has sent people down holes? I never. It's never been good. Dude, yeah, exactly. That's that's like a universal truth. Like yeah. whether it's fucking diamond mines or oil or fucking just mining in general or fucking uh, Elon Musk right now, it's always bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Corporations or governments. when I'm president or governments when I'm president. No corporations or government are me sending anybody down any holes. Yes. <laughs> that that clip by itself. <laughs> it's definitely gonna sound dirty. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. That's why I voted for you, and it's. <laughs> and that's why. That's why over half of America are going to vote for me. <laughs> That's why I voted for you already, even though just now I had the epiphany thanks to you. Like, I was told that holes are bad, but that's also why I voted for you already. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, as as the show has taught us, time is not linear. That is true. Yeah, BB's funny because he's doing cool, interesting, fun things, but he is unable to show sympathy or empathy and focus on anything outside of his fascinations, even his daughter. <laughs> Yeah, but even even then, though, we are, like, shown that he does have a relationship with his daughter. Like, he's not... You're right. They have their It's little... not like he's, like, this... He's not, like, this cold character that just doesn't care for his daughter. Like, it's true. There clearly is something there. It's just he's very in, um, obsessed with his own, his own stuff. 100%. And also just, like, not worried about danger, thinking of consequences. Like, I mean, he is, yeah. but he's he's just willing to be wildly risky. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, cool. And in that that relationship with his daughter is one of the things that like really humanizes him. Yes. Um because that's like one of the first things you see after we've 
thought that he's going to be this villainous character, and then all of a sudden they they show his relationship with his daughter, and like, oh, maybe we looked at him, maybe there's more to him, and then there is more to him. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like his character. Uh, he, I think that is cool how they kind of throw that curveball, and uh, he's a neat character in general. He's he's smart like me, and that's always good. Uh, and he's uh, he has that anarchic spirit where he um tilda <laughs> tilda's upset because he's like always just following his own yeah. his own shit and just like doesn't care and he's just like yeah fuck you I'm, I'm doing my own stuff and then they're like you can't do your own stuff and he's like yeah fuck you what are you gonna do about it yeah. there's nobody else that knows this shit um and they're like damn you're right <laughs> that's but, true but not uh and then he's like, sorry, I'm an anarchist. What did you think of his daughter, Lena? I liked her. She's um, pretty nothing. I mean, like, I liked her, too. She fucking... Yeah. They're, they're, helpful they're, and drives without a license, which is based. <laughs> yeah, that that was uh, that was pretty cool that she drove without a license. I thought that was uh, <laughs> B-A-S. You, you liked her, though? But, yeah, I did like her. There just wasn't much to her. Yeah. Um, what about yeah. Tilda? There's, she's just bad. There's no depth. I don't, I don't fully get Tilda. Okay. Like she's the head of Shiva, as far as we see. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it's implied that there's there's other people um, above her, but we don't really understand what her motives are, do we? No, I, I don't. At least, I mean, she's but black she eyes. is. She's just bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she's portrayed as bad the whole time but yeah i also thought bb was bad true so maybe episode maybe season two she uh she will be the next judge jaguar that's a good point um <laughs> she uh has a guy shoot a bazooka at salunga's face that was um yeah i don't know what that i don't know what that did <laughs> i mean i'd do it if i had a bazooka and that thing was coming at me shoot it <laughs> shoot it dude <laughs> But, like, they shoot a bazooka at his face, and she says something like, oh, that was a headshot or something like that. And then, like, the next time we see Salunga, it's, like, attacking the the supercomputer at Shiva in India. So I don't know. I think she it was just showing that Salunga couldn't be hurt by missiles. Okay. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't really remember. Okay. But, yeah, Tilda seems like she's this ultimate bad guy um in terms of the human aspect of this of this show but then we're never really shown exactly why or what's up with her so i'm kind of confused by her but she does she is she gives off bad vibes she seems bad um michael stevens on the other hand Mm. ends up being kind of a bro like helping people yeah yeah that was surprising where all of a sudden he's like helping bb and may out yeah he also helps BB when BB is handcuffed and uh, Tilda's like, ah, fuck you. And then he comes in and he's like, unhandcuffed. Unca- oh, that's him. true. He's, he's all right. Uh, but then at the in the post-credit sequence, we see him working on Mechagodzilla, which probably not good. Yeah, probably not. Well, speaking of Mechagodzilla, Ashihara, he's fucking live. He's alive. He's alive. That's and he looks like he hasn't aged, which yeah, uh, that's usually not good. Maybe he went through time. Yeah. Maybe he. Oh shit! 
that is time is part of the show isn't show, it it's about time yeah that's mm-hmm. a part of the show yeah i liked that i don't know i liked that we were kind of getting pieces of who he was the whole time the house in the beginning mm-hmm. uh like just everybody has little pieces of him and it was kind of cool how it just created this idea in your mind of who this guy was but you had to project most of it he had no idea like how he acted or what his demeanor was like yeah and um i was very surprised that he was in the the end credit scene it makes sense or the post credit scene it makes sense but um it'll be interesting to see he looked crazy eyed and it'll be interesting to see where that goes if it goes yeah um yeah it was fun learning aspects of him i I, his backstory is really cool how he grew up in the fishing village was attacked by godzilla and then he went and he bought the bones of Godzilla and uh, created the Masiokuku Masiokuku Masiokuku. It sounds like you're making Masiyoku. fun of it. I know you're not trying to. I know. <laughs> Masiokuku. I'm more making fun of my inability to remember what it I is. Know. You can, we could just say the administration bureau. Yes, that. Um, and to study the the the. The song, yeah, that, it's just it's an awesome backstory to him. Yeah, totally. Um, and it'll be fun to see where his mind is at now. Yeah, like what what's this dude thinking right now? What? Yeah, because I I do feel like the whole time I was hoping he was a good guy because he's like he's a genius. That's like that May who we really like is following uh, the work and just I don't know seems thoughtful and shit. I don't like he was trying to well, help. And then we see him. Yeah. And also, they're deciphering like all these messages that weren't they sent from him from the past? Or I think so. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll know. Someone will tell us. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I. I'm excited to see what they do with him if they do something with him. Mm-hmm. Um, should we just end there with characters, or do you think there's much to say about Kanoko? Yeah, there's really nothing to say about her. I don't I don't know what's up with her. Yeah, totally. She's kind of yeah. like Sato. They're just like middle people that we don't really know much about yet. Yeah. Okay, man, should we dive into what this show is about, man? All right, let's talk about time. <laughs> um. All right, talk about time. Yeah, what's up with time? Man, throw your clocks out. Throw your watches out. Baby, live life by the moment. <laughs> That's what this show's all about. Do Do you know about the 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 time riots in America? No. Like, sounds fun. Towns used to have this. I don't remember even where I heard this, so I hope it's true. But towns used to have like their own time. Like, it's mm. noon, and the town nearby would be like, "No, it's twelve o two or whatever." And then when the trains needed to come on time, and we're going through. There was like a universal time made, and apparently people rioted because they wanted their time to be the old time. Um, yeah, I think I do remember hearing something about that. And I think that's what this show's really about. It could be. Yeah. I hear um I hear that the creators are large fans of obscure American history. Yeah, that's what I hear too. Um I mean people write it against time in every city that's ever existed, you know. They just it gets covered up by Not the Not in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, dude, there's a lot about time and predicting the future i mean the whole thing ended because like somebody went to the past and then sent a, the signal from the past to the future you know yeah that's what happened <laughs> something like that um 
I don't know. There's, I mean, whatever. There's a big time theme. It all ties together. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened in the show, so, (laughs) yep. I mean, there was a, there was a whole theme of, like, like, when they're in the restaurant, Lee and May, they're talking about what's the point of getting information from the past if you don't know the question yet, because then you don't know what the information is telling you. And then it turns out the whole time, the things that were making him have this whole conversation, the signal or whatever, was the answer. And was, like, they did have the answer already. It just took the whole journey of the show for them to understand what the question was to know that that was the answer. Something like that, I bet. Yeah, you took, you took the words right out of my <laughs> mouth, buddy. So, should we move on? <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Uh, one thing I liked was that I feel like I didn't really think about this before because it's so just a part of the Godzilla universe that, like, uh, I didn't even think of it. But, like, corporations and scientists specifically fucking with things they don't fully understand leading to things that could destroy us. Um, hardcore Godzilla thing. That's the, that's the theme from Godzilla movies. That That is a um, common thread through the Godzilla movies. Yes. It would be funny if... Um, has there been any time where, like... Uh, there was like a director that just completely just made a Godzilla without and just kind of flipped out on his head and just not knowing. How it's like how, a director that has horrible politics that's just like these this scientist this Bill Gates is the hero and he uh stopped Godzilla. Has there been a Godzilla like that? I mean there have been Godzillas where like a lot of them where the military like raids again or um, Yeah. But not where like this and the scientists often do have good roles like in Varan, the scientist figured out yeah to make it eat the flares but still it's tragic yeah in all of them but yeah i'm on drugs same um, which drugs you on bro uh have you heard of a thing called crocodile no well i'm on that <laughs> sweet Oh, I need glasses to see you. No. Um, I just, I'm just, I'm just picturing a Godzilla in my head where it's just some dumbass like Hollywood director yeah. who just makes it where like a fucking uh, Elon Musk and Bill Gates team up to defeat Godzilla. And like Godzilla that isn't be, a creation be funny. of scientists or something. Like Godzilla is just a bad thing that comes from nature. <laughs> and, and Godzilla, Godzilla is created by Fidel Castro. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, uh, yeah, I mean, their automatic response to everything is, let's kill it, which, yeah, I mean, maybe was the right decision in a lot of this, but they're still never even, like, trying to study it along the way. Person who seems most interested in studying and understanding all the these monsters and stuff is Yoon, who's just this, this private citizen. Um, yeah. Well... I, mean, I guess we're not really given much insight to the government or the military, but they just seem most interested in destroying and just killing this stuff. Uh, well, and the, but the, the thing the, that that I meant that really triggers the the them being oh my god I'm high. The thing that I was trying to point out was just that they're creating it. Like we don't know where it mm-hmm. came from originally, but because of it, Ashihara is creating it. So they become they're like the source of this evil, and then the way they react to the evil. Sometimes it's good, most of the time it's bad. And you're right, private citizens are, like, the only ones who give a fuck. But they fucking cause it in the first place, you know what I mean? Is Ashihara a part of the government? 
Oh, you're talking about scientists. Corporate scientists, yeah. Okay. Um, of course the scientists yes. are in league with the government, man. How do you think they gave us the COVID hoax? COVID is not a hoax. Dude. I want all of our listeners to understand this. Tip of the week. COVID is not a hoax. Thought we were uh, anti-science, and now suddenly you're Where are your vaccines? Are you vaccinated yet? Did you do it? You did it. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good job. I got four shots. Damn. Why? I said, give me that shot. He said, you only need two. And I pointed my gun at him. I said, give me that fucking shot. How did you get the fourth one? Um, I, I stole it. <laughs> I saw this, this woman getting a shot and I just ran up and I grabbed it and I said, mine, I need it. I don't want that COVID. <laughs> and she said, that's not even COVID. That's. That's my insulin. You already had. But I think she was lying. You already had your vaccination. And you stole it from it to it. But it isn't person that held someone else at gunpoint to get an extra one. <laughs> Why do you need an extra one so bad? I just want to be prepared. Because as, as I just said, COVID is real. It's not a hoax. Wow. Pro-science, I guess. Pro-scientists. Scientists are telling us the truth. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. It's uh, Please wear your fucking mask inside. This is, shit's not over yet. I don't know why everyone's pretending it's over yet. ICUs are full. Don't be a fucking asshole. Do you still wear your mask even though you're vaccinated? Yeah. I mean, 20% of the people in Mississippi who have it are vaccinated, or maybe it's 18. Delta variant, man. It's getting bad. I mean, I still wear my mask, but that's also because I, I'm just like being having social anxiety i'm like i, I like hiding behind a mask oh, yeah. um so i'm always wearing the mask in public anyways so i mean yeah that's good that that works for you because i know some people with social anxiety they're freaking out about being the only ones with masks in like areas where masks are kind of looked down upon yeah like in the grocery store yesterday yeah no i've I definitely i've had co-workers be like aren't you vaccinated and mm-hmm. like, yeah but i'm just gonna keep wearing the mask right now it's pretty sick to be able to just hide behind it totally mm-hmm Speaking of which, did you feel like there were some kind of COVID references? Like, there were lots of people wearing, wearing masks. The international travel was yeah. shut down. I mean, I don't... It made me think of COVID. I don't know if that was intentional or not, because, I mean... Yeah. I know in Asian countries a lot, they wear, they wear masks totally. anyways uh, without COVID. So, I don't know. Um, and then there was red dust going all around, so it makes sense to wear masks. Yeah. So, I don't know if that was supposed to be an intentional reference to... The fact that everybody in the world is wearing fucking masks, that well, everybody's going to be watching this and be like... That there's just a thing spreading worldwide. Like, this is a worldwide yeah. thing. Um, the, like yeah. I said, air travel and stuff is shut down. Like, so, yeah, it's, it was interesting because I didn't know either if it was, like, influenced by that or not. But it's just interesting how COVID kind of is going to change how we view uh-huh. things now. Yeah, it definitely fits in and resonates with, uh, with that... Hell yeah, that was our that was a fucking solid segue. Um, <laughs> uh, what about uh, did we already kind of talked a lot about evolution and metamorphosis and how there was this connection between the machines learning and the kaiju morphing? Um, is there other stuff you wanted to talk about with that? I feel like there was something I wanted to bring up, but I can't remember what it was. Um, no, but it was kind of interesting. To see, like, the AI, I guess, in its own way, kind of evolve throughout it. Yeah. Or, did we bring that up? We did, yeah. We I mean, that that's what, kind of what I mean, is, like, there were a few 
Yeah. Things about first they were just changing Jet Jaguar's body parts out, and then suddenly they were changing his brain, giving it a brain, and then changing that, and then it started changing itself, kind of like how the the yeah the beast, the monsters, or the kaiju are changing themselves, you know? Yeah. In response um, to their environments, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's neat stuff. And I like the Jet Jaguar. Wild stuff. Jet Jaguar is just tripping balls on existence. Just like, it's just cool to hear yeah. the inner monologue of someone who's like figuring out what being a robot on earth is <laughs> yeah <laughs> so sick did you notice the part about plants evolving too at the end um yes i saw it i mean i don't really mention it but do they really delve into that much they I... just say that like some plants are evolving they don't say much about it and then they talk about how like oh they're pushing out other species because like that we're already here because no two species can occupy the same niche yeah I just thought maybe that's going to be leading to like nothing really. It didn't really go anywhere, and I was thinking that might lead to Bialante. In the that's I was about to say that. Yeah. Um. So let's edit, edit that okay. out, and then we'll. Uh, I think that they're like leading away for um season two. They're going to bring in Bialante. Oh, because Bialante is a plant. That's what I hear. Oh shit! Damn, dude, fucking solid. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um. I that would be cool. I guess the last one really is, I mean, we've been talking about it the whole time, but like the idea of things that are separate converging together, which they hinted at in the beginning of the first episode. There's just so many references to that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I mean, the whole, the whole plot of the show where in the beginning, you know, there, it just, all these seemingly kind of random things where she calls them and she's like, the directions told me to call you. And he's like, what? Um, jj you mean judge jaguar and she's like i don't know what you're talking about and like all that just yeah ended up being you know something that was specifically supposed to happen uh from what was sent from the past or whatever totally i don't know what whatever happened but yeah all that just ended up that that was just neat how that kind of you just think of that when you initially watch it's just some kind of random stuff and that uh, turns out to have a huge meaning behind it totally and i like how like not only were their paths diverging until like i mean they were like on the same path but through different ways and then at the end it's mm. them just looking at each other they finally meet and at the same time their ais are converging into jet jaguar at the end um like each of their individual yeah. AIs. that was pretty cool in and the episode's literally called That's together neat. like it's like hammering it in um mm-hmm. i also thought the song that lena talked about was cool like where the lyrics were which which was the song right yeah um, and that's uh like the river splitting in two never to return again but then it does because it meets in the ocean that was fucking cool because i felt like not only was that what's happening here but it kind of like with the characters we were just talking about but it kind of uh, it kind of like has this like I don't know how to put it. Like it connects somehow to the animals and the like animals dying and coming back and like just life and death. Like this whole show is talking about like the universe and shit and it feels like existential. So like, well, no, I think that is, I thought that was specifically what she said. It's about uh, an old children's song from this region about parting and coming together. A river that splits into two can, can never be one again, which means those who die can never return. But in the end, they all come together in the ocean, as in 
they all yeah everyone who dies their spirits merge together yeah nice i think that's hell yeah. yeah anything else with threads coming together you can think of other than i mean it's kind of meta right like it's sick that the show presented us with that theme where like nothing's really happened with it that much but it feels like it's all going to come together i guess they're telling us that i don't know i just yeah i like the idea that it's all connected that this show feels very thought out yeah it, it does um and i really like that part about it i mean i like the show in general except for some parts that really drag it down for me totally um well are there any other highlights you can think of before we finish this off i think we've touched on everything this is a really deep one so it might take us a second but uh when godzilla is smashing shit and then blood splashes all over the skyscrapers when it gets like hit that's super cool i forgot about that fucking cool yeah that's that's pretty neat um i uh one detracting point when um the with the battle with angris when they uh when the army is attacking him and then it reflects all their bullets and it fucks their jeeps up yeah what Wait, why isn't it hitting any people? We never really see... We see we see Angerus die a gory death. Why can't we some, see some soldiers die some gory deaths? That's a good point. Um, What's up with that? Come on. I wonder if it has we're, to do with... We're all adults. Japanese television or not. No, Japanese television is probably fucking gory as shit. I don't know. Do they have TVs on that side of the planet? Who knows? I think they do, but they all go in reverse. That makes sense. Like, like their toilets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what happens in Japan. Um... <laughs> Should we talk about dumb cops and cops getting fucked up? Speaking of that, since you just said that. Let's do it. Uh, We already said this, but I mean, I just realized we always just talk about the dumbest cop, but a lot of times we're just like the cop that's bad at their job. I also just want to talk about, because they're all dumb, the cops get, we should talk about the best cop own too. Like a lot of these movies have a good cop death. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. We're just the best own. Could be a fucking landlord. I don't care who it is. For sure. I um, but I, yeah, anyway, I like when the cop car got launched in the air and landed on other cop cars and explodes. Did I mention that? <laughs> I had a feeling you, you would bring that up again. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm going to have to second that. It's good. I also think, um, the NYPD were, uh, uh, pretty fucking stupid. I don't remember. I mean, I'm just talking in general. Mm. Just Yeah, they're bad. They're dumb. They were, they were dumb cops this past week. Well, uh, do you remember when the cops interrogating Yoon and he's like, "You're here because we suspect you violated firearms, firearms and explosive laws." Yeah. And then he's like, "And then they're like, sorry, you're about to no, say do it. it. No, and he's just like, but that's just really, I forgot what he said. Like a formality. So that's what you should have said, but he's just like, that's formality. Yeah. And because uh, we really are just you like, saved the day. Yeah, we we would just want to say good job. Basically, it's like, does... and it's like you fuckers, you brought him in. <laughs> you probably fucking scared him. Like, oh shit, I'm gonna have to deal with a five hundred dollar fucking ticket. You're like taking up his whole day where he probably has to like dress up and go to your fucking station <laughs> to talk to you, and that puts so much stress and pressure on someone just yes. to fucking do that. Just so you could say, oh, we wanted to have the special privilege to say good job. But I think Fuck also off. he had to do the paperwork. He was like, this is a formality yeah. I have to fill it yeah. out because technically you did, but you're Fucking bullshit Which, bureaucracy. Doesn't that make you realize that the laws are stupid if they don't work? Like, the lo- he broke the laws and yeah. it was a good thing, you fucking asshole. Ugh. Pointless fucking assholes. Yeah. That's my Dumb Cop of the Week award, by the way. Agreed. 
I mean, that's that's the one I was thinking of, but also because that and the cop cars being flipped are the only cops I could think of. Um, um and the NYPD. I have one, but, uh, an honorable mention. I don't know if it's technically a cop, but it's close enough. Is that cool? What? Uh, yeah. The the when they're going down in the hole and it's all these like corporate security dudes or corporate military for Shiva going down and the guy's like you might feel unsteady on the walls so just do this trick where you pretend the walls are the floor <laughs> so fucking stupid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dumb as shit that is pretty stupid <laughs> he's like I got a good trick and he just said that and you're waiting and you're waiting so just like, yeah. pretend they're the floor and then you know lean into it and let your weight just no just pretend <laughs> alright should we talk about the credits yeah I didn't watch the credits till the very last one because I knew there was a final credit scene I can't believe I missed this the whole time we were watching the show wait you never watched the end credits never. didn't we discuss the end credits no. I thought we had dis- we oh. had the opening I thought we discussed them in the first episode no the opening okay. credits yeah end credits they're crazy huh yes fucking crazy let's let's list That's... all the kaiju in there <laughs> how much can we get oh i wasn't even thinking of the kaiju but yeah all the kaiju in them too <laughs> what were you um, thinking of the fact that may has red hair and she's like waking up from a dream and she's like in front of a computer and she's working at this place called godzilla um yeah uh it makes me think of that. there's supposed to be something more in that like yeah and we see Godzilla, the words, in a mirror, so it's backwards and then forwards, like yeah. Upala. And it's like it's almost like a mirrored reality. She's just slightly different. But I couldn't tell if it was, like, yeah. just a different reality that's possible or if it was, like, you're saying, like, that something's going on in her computer and that's what we're seeing. Like, I have no idea. Yeah, or this is just, like, a creation of her. Like, uh, I yeah, I don't know. Um, I... I and I don't know if, it, if we're supposed to read anything to it or it's supposed to mean anything, but it's very weird. It's so strange. But yeah, she she has red hair and then she like sees herself in her reflection. She's like surprised, well, um, presumably by the fact that she has red hair. So it's very yeah. I don't know. It it's um, I didn't pay much. I I had watched the Incredibles before, and I only really paid attention to the um, to all the uh, kaiju in it, and I never paid attention to the kind of like aspects of yeah. may herself yeah it's strange uh, and that that makes me like wonder what the fuck's going on with it yeah and it's weird because like then the kaiju are like the classic looking kaiju so it's like is mm-hmm. this is that the world she's in and this is like a thing she's making up from that world like it's like yeah. how they the creators of this show live in a world where these other godzillas exist and they were influenced and made this godzilla yeah well um but yeah yeah watching it Watching it today, I was like, "Is this supposed to be some kind of meta um, aspect, um, yeah, commentary thing that I don't fo- that we don't fully understand yet?" Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, let's talk about the kaiju then. Holy shit! Yeah, there's tons of them, and they're awesome looking. Yeah, and it makes you like, "Oh man, I I want that kaiju. I want that yeah. kaiju. I want. Well, let's get another season going, baby." Totally. Um. So we have. Okay, who who can you remember that we have, or do you have them written down? I don't know. I do not have written down. There's uh um Hedera as like Hedera, a smoke I mean. fog monster thing, right? Yeah, That's so crazy. Yeah, it's cool. Um, there's Mothra. Yeah, there's Kumanga. Yes. <laughs> uh, Biolante, 
there's a giant Anguirus that breaks up through the city street. Um, there's a big flaming bird thing that I think is Rodan, but I don't know. It looked different, but I guess that makes sense. These are different. These are like the classic, yeah, classic, more classic inspired. Um, oh yeah, not only Mothra, but the fairies too are in the shot. Were yeah, the fairies yeah, in there? Yeah, the twins I are in there. I don't think I noticed that. Jet Jaguar and Mechagodzilla. Uh, a Mega Nulon flaming on the ground. That's crazy. Yeah. And then King Caesar is like biting a big serpent. I don't know what the serpent was. If it was like a green Ghidorah head or if I, Manda or something. I don't know. I don't think I noticed King Caesar. I think it was King Caesar. It was that's... the hardest one for me to tell. I paused it and looked and was like, I think that's King Caesar. Only other ones I have are, I think, maybe the sea life for, or the sea lice from Return of Godzilla. There was some small thing that they had, like, on a thing. And then mm-hmm. Godzilla with the train. It's crazy. That's yeah. a lot in that little... <laughs> yeah, that's it's, that's gnarly. And, yeah, it makes, makes you wish for more. I want more! I want more, too. Less science, more monsters. I would like more of both, but I, I hear you. Um, I mean, I'm I'm fine with the science as long as it's just not so technical and just so much of it. <laughs> yeah, there's a little much at parts for sure. I I I like the concepts. I like the ideas. I like stuff with those concepts, but it's just, god damn it, it's so much of it. It gets so 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 technical. <laughs> It's not for you, man. I get it. You don't like how they did it. It makes sense. It's chill. Yeah. I thought how they did it was fine. That doesn't delegitimize you not liking how they did it. It's great. But, I mean, you're wrong. <laughs> I know. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> like, okay. Um, okay. We've already kind of talked about the post credit ska- scene of the last episode where they're making... Uh, Godzilla. I didn't realize till the second time that they're that Godzilla's bones from the basement are in Mecha Godzilla. Oh shit! Were they? Yeah, dude. I didn't notice that. That's crazy, right? Yeah, His bones that's... were leaving there the whole time. That's insane. And we've already had. That's I... why. Uh, that's why. Takihara is that his name? Was Takihiro. stealing the bones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Cool as fuck. Um, yeah. And I know that in uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, they had Ghidorah's head bones, like, helping control Mechagodzilla. And then uh-huh. I am I bet, but I don't know, I haven't seen the last two Mechagodzillas. I've seen half of Mechagodzilla, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2, and I haven't seen Godzilla against Mechagodzilla. So I don't know if that's a thing before that, but it's definitely a thing in this. I feel like the bones are, like, based on that history, I bet... The bones are going to be what's controlling. You know, if they yeah, can broadcast the song, probably. it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Hell yeah. I thought that was cool. I didn't notice till the second time watching it either, that till right before the show, that Ashihara was even there. But that was cool as fuck. I'm glad I rewatched it right before we recorded because I would have totally missed that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a big, uh, big thing. Ashihara being alive? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Ashihara being alive and being like part of making Mecha Godzilla. Yes. Holy shit. Okay, um should we rate this? Uh there are one couple other things I had to bring up. Sweet. One, there's giant monster monster larvae living on Godzilla. Are there? That's crazy. 
Isn't there like uh Jet Jaguar and Yoon like crash land on him and like he gets up and there's like a bunch of little larvae or not little, there's a bunch of monster sized larvae around. Am I wrong? I believe you that sounds kind of right, but I can't there's so much going on in the scenes, it was so fast. Alright. Well and that's I only crazy. That Godzilla once. needs Godzilla needs to shower because <laughs> that's crazy and fucked. Have you seen um, Return of Godzilla? No. Um, no. He has giant sea lice on him. Uh, that's what I thought oh. they were referencing in the in the end, maybe. So maybe that yeah, was the yeah. representation of that. Maybe, yeah. Show. And the other thing, they talk about how Ashihara's fishing village where he grew up, they defeated Godzilla. But I'm just mm. kind of... How the fuck did they do that? Yeah. Fishing village in like the 40s? Defeating, defeating this fucking super monster. Yeah. Uh, how the hell did they fucking do that? Didn't you see the painting with a bow and arrow? Oh, okay. Oh, they got Hanzo. Especially because um, it's weird. Like, did that Godzilla go through the same metamorphosis cycle? Because it was a whale yeah. in the picture, but then the bones don't look like a whale. They look like the Godzilla we know. And if so, then it's fairly similar to the Godzilla we saw and how the hell did a village... Yeah, considering like the full fucking military can do shit to this Godzilla. Yeah, but yeah, so those are that that was something I was wondering about. Um, but yeah, okay, rating. I bet the answer has to do with time. Probably. I mean, it all comes back to time, baby. Totally. Um. Okay, you're first. Am I? I mean, I said you were. I don't know who's first. Okay. But I knew that if I said who's first, you'd say I was first, so I had to go first to say it first. You're first. All right. Well, you knew I had to do it to you. You can read into it whatever you want, but I'm going to have to give it a singular point. And if they don't like that, then they should name their show something else. Like one point out of out of what? Yeah, I'm just giving it a singular point. <laughs> um, What about on the S through F scale? Since it's oh. a Godzilla. <laughs> We're doing that. That's a Godzilla. <laughs> uh, where do you think uh, a singular point transcribes on that scale? F. It's only one point out of 100. <laughs> oh, shit. I wasn't thinking that when I said that. Damn. Um, then I guess it's an F. <laughs> an F as in you got an F on the in the physics homework. From that this show gave you. <laughs> I forgot we would be doing this on the Godzilla scale. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't talk about it, but I just figured. Yeah, no, that that makes complete sense. I know that's tough for you because it's uh you're pulled in two directions. Uh... <laughs> Charlie, it's having a hard time. He's rubbing his face a lot. There's a big decision. The whole crowd's waiting. It's I know. Well, like I'm about to give it one score. But then I'm just like, it made me so furious at points. Multiple times, it just made me so furious how much I fucking hated it in that moment. Yeah. So it also made you very happy at certain points. Yeah, but not as happy as angry (laughs) as it made me. For sure. How does that translate? I'll give it a B minus. So B, okay. Is that a thing? No, B. God, that that's seems generous. too generous. That's, that's definitely better than I thought you were going to do. 
Are you, are you switching to a C? Jaguar. Jaguar. Yeah. Jaguar. I'll give it a B on the assumption I'd like it more without the pressure of having to do a podcast about it and without being an irritable and depressed mood. That makes sense. So once again, the listeners, the higher ups, those motherfuckers, the, yeah, I'm talking to you, you fucking white collar shits. They're to blame. Mm-hmm. They're putting all this pressure on you. If we yeah. weren't forced to do this podcast, if we weren't forced to do Singular Point, we would just enjoy it. Yeah. Kind of sucks that Bill Gates got into the podcast game. Right, but dude, tell me about it. He calls he calls the fucking shots, fuckhead. It's cool that he lets us That's what him. we call you down here in what you refer to as the gutters, where all the work gets done, where our labor creates value that you, you, what's the word? Exploit. Exploit, that you exploit, you, you, you gates. I wonder if most Bill of our gates. listeners know that the reason that we do s- such long episodes is because... This is the only time we get to be in, like, rooms that we can stand up in. And most of the time, Gates has us in a tiny little fucking pen. And this is our only chance doing his fucking shit. And so, you know, we yeah. fucking milk it. Yeah. We milk it like it's a goddamn cow ready to burst. <laughs> um, okay, you're giving it a B because you're hopeful that it's a B, but it's somewhere between B and C right now. For you. Yes. Okay. I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. That's really that's big of you, Charlie. Yeah, um, I'm a kind. I'm very charitable. Totally, you all say this about me. Everybody does. Very Charlie esque. Mm-hmm. Um, we say that too. <laughs> um, I. It's weird to rate this because it feels like it's so different than other Godzillas and stuff. That it's just so different. Yeah. Also, because it's a TV series yeah. instead of just like a singular movie and a cartoon, all that. Um. Yeah. But I'm just going to have to give it an A. I don't think it's the best Godzilla thing ever, but I have so much fun with it. I fucking love it. It's gorgeous. I'm really glad they made it, and I hope they make more. Um, give it an A. You got anything else before we get more intelligent and stop figuring out what things are? Um, hey, if you got an extra ticket to sell to um, Gonerfest this year, let me know, because... I uh, waited too long and didn't buy a ticket and it sold out, so, yeah. Sweet. Well, on that note... Oh, you meant about the show? You meant about the TV show? I I don't... Anything you wanted, man. That's, that worked. Yeah. Just Craigslist this I, shit. Um, Gonerfest. Hell yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, after this, I think it's going to be Underwater we're going to have up, because we did these out of order, but I think Underwater's next. So, join us for that one, too. You can follow No Gods No Monsters on Twitter at No Gods Pod. You can email us, nogodspod at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, you can give money to a homeless person. Resin Scrapers of America, we did it again. <laughs>